What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Popcorn Chicken, our new segment that we've been teasing for a while. It is unscripted and it is explicit. So if you got kids, cover the ears. We're going to go full out on our very first episode. It's going to be about Moon Knight, the Disney Plus uh, series. We're going to do an episode one breakdown in all its glory. But I'm going to bring in a couple of uh, nights here of my own. Gonna bring my friend Nathan and Justin. <laughs> Our production level has gone up, folks, just by that. <laughs> is that what is that what was that you're talking that about? Was the thing okay, I awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. That is money well wasted. I bought three of them. <laughs> you bought three of them. <laughs> all right, all right, gentlemen. Thanks for coming on today. Um, it is uh, going to be a good one today. We all watched the Disney Plus Moon Knight episode one, and um, I can't wait to get into this. But mm-hmm. it's our first time for Nathan, our, our buddy Nathan. Justin, he, this is his first time on. And Nathan, uh, for everybody who's watching, tell them <laughs> about yourself a little bit. What do you do at a and What do you do in life? Uh, so in at A&R, I usually work with social media, uh, with marketing, kind of a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. So this is my first time actually being in front of the camera. Uh, and outside <laughs> of A&R, I actually study uh, the ancient Mediterranean world. And that ranges from Greece, Rome, and of course, Egypt. Yes, and that is why we plucked you for today's episode, because you're our specialist. So me and Justin say something wrong or pronounce something wrong. You can correct no, no. us when we say something. <laughs> when yes, we will hundred yeah. percent get something wrong. Is it Anubis or Anuba? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anubich. Um, yeah, oh, there you go. See, it's uh, uh, explicit already. The alternate uh, <laughs> pronunciation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Multi universe. Here we go. <laughs> uh, we got a beverage uh, uh, in our hands, so so we're good. Uh, let's break it. What down are you drinking, here. Elvin? I am drinking the. Starlight zero sugar drink, which is topical, very, very nice and refreshing. It's out of this world. (laughs) What does it taste like? Give me a review. It tastes like moon dust. Moon dust. That's (laughs) how you describe (laughs) it. You have to, you have to be like, okay, okay. If you want to know, okay, it's a cross between cream soda and vanilla Coke. Ooh, yeah, it's very flavorful, but not overpowering. You know what I mean? It's not like in your face. It's a subtle, but you it tastes great. Like I, I don't know. I'm gonna get Nathan, it now because Nathan, I love you, those, yeah. both of those flavors. Nathan, you 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 drank it, right? I did. It was great. I I had it. I looked up the description, and it was strange. They said it was like yeah, you have it, and you get this cooling sensation. Which I did not experience <laughs> at all, uh, but it did taste Nicotine really good. In your bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. Yeah, I, I, was, I was the way they described it. I was thinking of like when you put on aftershave and it's that cooling feeling. I was thinking something yeah, yeah. like that, but no, not at all. Uh, but it was good though. Chew five gum. Yeah, <laughs> musk for men. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's let's Wait, get into what, this thing. What, what, Nathan, what are you drinking? Come on. He, I'm drinking... I'm di- drinking just a diet coke. Nothing special. No, yeah, nothing special. That's why we. I'm, I didn't want to talk about it. Just drinking nothing special. I'm double fisting. I've got a aha, which is Coke's uh-huh. version of like a bubbly or buble. Then I got some. Um, it's a Jameson's the coffee. Uh, it's a coffee barrel aged uh, whiskey. I love that Glencairn glass. That's a good glass. Hell yeah. 
That's such an odd pairing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. But... It cleanses but the it works, palate. Right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Resets itself. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Can we now get into the show? Okay. Okay, cool. Thanks. You're not going to ask us what we got? Oh, no. That's that's A&R Weekly. This is oh, not A&R cool. Weekly. This is Popcorn Chicken. Right, we do things differently here. I need to get yeah. Popcorn Chicken next time. <laughs> we immediately fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot to get the chicken this time. I have popcorn. <laughs> okay, that's great. Oh, I didn't think ahead. <laughs> um, Disney Plus, man, they uh they dropped the episode last night. Did you guys watch it when it came out? Well, I know Justin didn't. Uh, I watched it 45 minutes ago. <laughs> Nathan, when did you watch it? I watched it midday today. I uh okay. I watched it on my laptop, uh high res. I uh, had my AirPods in and dialed everything else out and just got to enjoy the episode. That's awesome. Nice. You, you're in the zone. Right? I was in the zone. I was so excited for this. I have been, for everyone that follows ANR on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram and Twitter, I've been posting uh, stuff about Moon Knight. I've been excited for this uh, and actually getting to watch it. Uh, you can kind of guess my reaction already, but getting to, to finally sit down and watch it, I was just thrilled. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm... Um... Justin, I know uh, while while we're kind of um, blabbing away here, maybe put up some images if you can of the actual scenes in the movie. Um, sure, if you can, that'd be appreciative. We can kind of walk through some of the scenes uh, or pictures that we see. But yeah, I watched it um, at twelve or twelve oh one in the morning. I you know I was up. I'm like I need to watch this, um, and then I watched <laughs> it this morning with uh, a cup of tea. And then I watched it again uh, just a couple hours ago with my wife because she loves Egyptian uh, stories and things like that. She's a huge Brendan Fraser fan of the Mummy movies. And uh, so I'm like, I told her, I'm like, hey, you like Egyptian stuff? And she's like, yeah, I do. I'm like, okay, watch this thing. And then so she started watching and she liked it. She said she'll carry on and watch it, which is like a big plus for me because uh, she's not mad at me for doing the podcast on a Wednesday when I just did one on a Monday. So she's like... <laughs> Sure, go ahead. You know, Fine. I'm like, I gotta do it for the people. They want to hear me. No, they don't. <laughs> um, okay, so beginning, we get Ethan Hawke right right off the bat in the uh, episode, and uh, the character that he has is Arthur Harrow. I believe is Arthur Harrow. It's a not a well known Moon Knight character. It's more of a deeper uh, cut character, and I'm surprised they went this way. But you know. If they had given us a main big villain of his, then it would have probably ruined his theatrical version that's going to be coming out down the road. So I, I guess they're playing it safe right now. They're building up this story and this character. So they went with something deep cut. Um, what did you guys think of Ethan Hawke's uh, opening scene? That was pretty uh, pretty crazy, right? He just went from drinking a couple of and then went crazy. <laughs> he got too drunk, I think. Is that what drunk people do? They smash a bottle and put it in their feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Every single time. No. <laughs> no, I thought so, that was like a <clears throat> right when that happened, I was like, what is somebody getting married? What is this? A, a Jewish wedding or what? <laughs> I was like, all right. Mazeltov. <laughs> Mazeltov. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Nathan, uh, do Egyptians do this? Any of the gods? <laughs> if they do, it's not something that I'm familiar with. 
Um, but it, it certainly captures your attention right off the bat. At first, it's mm. nice and calm. You're watching, and then all of a sudden, takes a glass, smash, and takes it out, puts it in his sandals, and you get to hear that crunch of the glass up against the skin. And I was thinking, is he bleeding? Is he walking around? Yeah. Is this? Why are they doing this? Is this to cause pain? Uh, it, it immediately gets your attention. So the comic version of Arthur, he ha- he's born with a genetic disorder that um, he, want- he wants to feel pain. So that's where the re- that's the reason why he's doing this. From the comics, that's his trait, that he has this genetic condition that uh, he wants to feel pain. The other thing about the character, which they haven't mentioned yet, and they, they've kind of hinted, and I'll mention, I'll, I'll talk about it, the part where he does hint it, is the comic book character is also a Nazi. Hmm. Yeah. I did not see so, that coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he, he has a genetic disorder that like he likes to feel pain, and he's uh, a Nazi. Now, I don't know if they're going to talk uh, or <clears> build <throat> on the Nazi, because MCU likes to change characters' uh, backgrounds <clears throat> a little bit and some of their powers sometimes. So I don't know if they're going to hit on the Nazi point at all, but there was a little bit of a hint towards the middle of the show that sort of like made me think, okay, maybe he is going to do this because he is a bit of a crazy person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's the reason why he's putting the smashed up the glasses and uh, put it in his feet to feel pain. It gives him some sort of pleasure from it, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's masochist. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what did you think about... Uh, Isaac, Oscar Isaac, right off the bat when you got to see him in the first couple of minutes. I was very impressed with his accent uh, throughout the whole thing. And then near the middle of it, I think I figured out what he's doing because he nailed it the the entire episode. There was no parts that he didn't kind of that he had a weak bit or whatever. But it I I think right about the the scene when he's in the, the cupcake truck um a lot of his mannerisms uh i was like oh he's just doing a martin freeman impression because <laughs> like every little bit of him like awkwardly like running around and being like, oh sorry 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 it was just like oh that's a martin freeman thing but it, you it want to explain to the audience who martin freeman is martin freeman uh he was in hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy he was in um Sherlock Holmes, he was in, um, I mean, it's not a good example because he doesn't have a, his normal accent, but he was in Fargo. Uh, he was, yeah, he was, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Sherlock and Dr. Watts. Watson? He was also in Black Panther, wasn't he not? Was he? Wasn't I he in uh, The Hobbit as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's... What he would be known for. I, mean. thought he was, yeah. I thought he was, yeah, he was in Black Panther. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know. I, don't, I didn't remember that. I, I, uh, I, I yeah, like it's him. also like from The Office. and. Yeah, he's a, he's a great, uh, good, uh, good actor. I like oh, him yeah. a lot. Um, yeah, so we, we get Isaac, um, Oscar Isaac's character. It is, which character is it? Is Mark or is Steven? It was Steven. Steven, yeah. Steven yes, that wake, it was Steven that wakes up, right? And uh, you see him chained up to his bed. You see sand around his bed. Mm-hmm. You see blue painter's tape on his door. And you see his goldfish buddy, Gus. 
wobbling around. I thought out of all the things it was weird. I, I don't know why. I just thought the sand around the bed was weird. I was like, <laughs> there's got to be an explanation for this. Is it to keep Conchu away from Steven? And I think it was Mark? literally just to track if he did get out of bed. Yeah, I thought that just, too. Because he was... Yeah, I thought I thought it was like something deeper too. But then when he was just like refilling the sand, I was like, "Oh, this is just to like when he gets up to look around to see if anything came at him, or or vice versa, or if he left mm. or tried to get out." Uh, um, Nathan, you're our, our Egyptian uh, specialist here. What Egyptianologist. <laughs> yes. No, I I think that this is uh, just as Justin said. I placed it around his bed so he can. Uh, go back and forth, and he'll be able to see his footprints in the sand. Egypt's filled with sand. Uh, it's it's not overly sacred. <laughs> it's pretty rare stuff. <laughs> hey, I'm going to take a bag of those when I go to Egypt, okay? Taking it <laughs> home with me. Put it in my flower pot. <laughs> um, so, where, so he wakes up. He's obviously um, trying to figure out why he's always sleepy. He's um, sleeping in the bus, getting to his work, right? He's constantly sleeping, but he doesn't understand why. He's confused. He's acts weird. Talks to his mom. Very nice, by the way, but is on the f- voicemail? Like, I don't know why. He, uh, all the times that he's talking to his mom, it's always on a voicemail. So mm-hmm. is his mom still alive? What's going on there? Does that even, does a mom even exist? Like, it's so weird, right? I have a feeling she doesn't exist uh, because from the comics, from the comics, it's Mark Spector is the original one, the original man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think Steven has created this idea of who his mom is and he keeps calling her and giving updates. And it's very sweet. His phone calls. When you get to hear them, you, <laughs> you're like, oh, you know, this is a good son. He's kind. He's a little off, yeah. but it's very relatable. Everyone's got you know, little quirks about them. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you kind of feel bad for him a bit, too, I find. So I'm completely uh, in the dark about this series. Um, So Steven is not the original, like not the person who owns the body. I guess this is... uh, Well, I I can just quickly tell you. So in the comics, he's got multiple Mm -hmm. personalities, right? But I think for the MCU, they're only focusing on two. There's a fucking song, Mark and Steven. Mark is the dominant of the characters uh, inside his head. Mark mm. is the one Khonshu, the god, uh, the moon god, is aligned up with because Mark was a former CIA agent. He's yeah. more adapted to do the things Khonshu needs him to do. And so that's the primary uh, person that Khonshu wants to align himself with in that body. Mm-hmm. Steven, I think, is an offspring of Mark to shut it down because I think at some point Mark wants to, to protect kind of, himself, kind of. Yeah. And, and also to like, shut it down for a while. I don't want to be Conchu's little, you know, bitch the entire yeah. time, you know, when I'm alive. But speaking <clears throat> yeah. of being alive, he's actually dead. He actually died. Mark's, yeah, we kind of got that, yeah, that Mark died. Uh, hint from that little girl in the when he gets to the... What's interesting about this is they don't go and do an origin story off the bat. They're going to mm. sprinkle, I, I get the feeling they're going to sprinkle flashbacks and things here and there to give you the full scope of what happened to Mark from the beginning. So, which yeah, is every cool. time he goes into a back to tank. <laughs> yeah, back to tank. 
<laughs> oh god <laughs> that, that motherfucker crazy. gets in a bath i'm skipping ahead like, <laughs> <laughs> nope well he has to take a shower come on yeah he's gonna get in a bath there's gonna be sand people again it's <laughs> sand people sand people you mean tuscan raiders <laughs> <clears throat> yeah bunch of tuscan raiders show up right with conchu yep <laughs> they do it they do a tiktok video together <laughs> um yeah so getting back to this uh it's interesting because you know like i i love i personally like it when they sprinkle in flashbacks here and there as long as they don't overdo it it kind of gets yeah. annoying when you're continuously doing it for like every episode give it to me when i need that right mm-hmm. so yeah his backstory is he's dead he was revived at the pyramids by conju conju made a deal with them said hey listen i'll revive you but you're going to be my avatar uh, not the blue people. You're gonna <laughs> that be. That was a good line. <laughs> not the anime either. <laughs> not the anime. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be my vehicle in this realm because Konshu is stuck in a state of a realm that he cannot access this current uh, uh, universe. So he needs a conduit, and Mark Spector is his conduit. So he likes it when Mark Spector's around because Mark will get shit done. He absolutely hates it when steven is around, and you can hear that and you can see yeah. that in the episode where oh, he's like oh not this bumbling idiot you know like where's the mark get mark out yeah. of here right did you guys like how the director and how the show decided to do the swapping or the little you know the little shaking of the <clears> camera <throat> and the effect to let us know that they're switching characters now did you guys like that or did you find it could have done it better I liked it. I thought it was a a good indication without revealing too much. I didn't really want a big change. I, I liked the idea that uh, Steven was unaware of what was going on. So for nearly the entire episode, we didn't actually get to see that other side during the switch. We just saw him have that weird moment, and then all of a sudden things have changed around him, and he doesn't know why. And I like that. It keeps that level of mystery about uh, for most of the episode. Yeah, I, I think having it's kind of instead of just like, oh, now he's fucking Jason Bourne and then just like kills everyone. <laughs> you're like, why is he a badass now? But having that kind of like him black out and then just everyone's dead and you're like, shit, OK, well, well and <laughs> keeping you on the same level as him and like on the same level of in the dark of like what's going on. And especially a lot of the times when he like comes back to and the fucking vans just turned around going oh, backwards man. and you've got a gun in his hand. It's, yeah. There was some good, like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> oh, and when he threw the gun, love that. That was good. <laughs> yeah, and the, did he just throw the gun? <laughs> oh, my God, what an idiot, right? Yeah. What about um, the fact, okay, let me ask you something. Is it a coincidence that he works in an Egyptian museum? Of all the jobs he could have, Mark could give Stephen a job any to anywhere. Why an Egyptian museum? I think that was probably his choice, and that was a subconscious choice because Whose his choice, uh, Stevens. I think that was probably just a like he has something in his head of of interest. Like, I mean, it's not his brain technically, and there's all this knowledge and obviously passion for that area of expertise. So he probably was just like, I would like to work here. I for some reason feel like I should. I, I have interest here, and. Yeah, so it's probably just like a subconscious calling to it. Well, the right. the British Museum Sorry. also is uh, 
has one of the largest collections of Egyptian artifacts outside of Egypt. Um, Bam! I knew there's the reason why we brought you on. <laughs> Look at you go! <laughs> they, they're they're one of the best museums in the world uh, in terms of having vast collection of items. Uh, they're they Egyptian stole ring. the most shit. Oh, yeah, yeah this <laughs> vast collection of stolen goods anywhere around. <laughs> but um. The Egyptian wing is just one part of it. And they also have some very famous artifacts like um, the Rosetta Stone, uh, which is what they mm -hmm. use to eventually translate hieroglyphs. Uh, so mm -hmm. being able to to be in that environment uh, as kind of a plot device uh, was great because there's there's tons of merchandise. Obviously, you're a big museum in, uh, in London. You're going to want to sell a lot of stuff. Uh, it's a beautiful yeah. area, and they've got some incredible artifacts. It was, it was a perfect place to have, uh, to have them both for the plot and I'm wondering if um, the reason why he works in a museum there is because somehow or some way they need his connections in the Egyptian museum to get some artifacts hmm. because there's got to be some stuff in that museum that Khonshu and Mark probably want right hmm. to further whatever their role is whatever Khonshu's thing is because Khonshu is um Conchu is an opter. What, what what is the best way to describe the god Conchu, Nathan? Uh, he is he's a moon god, um, but yep. he's also if you go early enough in Egyptian history, he's a very aggressive, violent god. Um, he he's like a revenge, right? Yeah, he wants to get revenge. Very much a, a vengeful god, uh, and he changes a bit in Egyptian history, but that still sticks around and we kind of get to see that a little bit here he's he's this mm -hmm. kind of mm. gary looking god he was known <laughs> to i believe kill other gods or eat their hearts um so he, yeah he's he's certainly someone that you don't want to mess with he's the 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 son of uh the sun god a tomb right um need to check on that there's multiple sun gods which makes Egyptian ah, history okay. that a <laughs> little bit more confusing. Well, based on my awesome wiki uh, research, uh, he is uh, the son of Atum, which, and, and we'll talk about some of the gods because he does mention it in the um, episode. He's, you know, his particular amount of gods that the MCU version of the gods is a little bit changed compared to the, the history of Egypt, the gods that they talk about. Yeah, but they've taken the, some creative liberty. They did the same yeah. thing with a lot of like Norse stuff. Yeah, they made some minor tweaks here and there. Uh, there are some connections to Black Panther from these gods as well. So that's pretty interesting. Um, okay, so he wakes up, and this is the, uh, the beginning part of when we start seeing him traveling outside of his house in London. He wakes up in a grass field, and... I immediately am like, is that bad CGI or what is going on with that chin? <laughs> right? That is some I okay, I noticed that too. Yeah, right. <clears throat> there were a few bits where Ah, uh, okay, okay. Hold was... on, hold on, hold on. I, I know okay. you're gonna go there. I, I, <clears throat> I I'm glad you said that. But that chin was dislocated and he had to pop it back in, right? It, mm -hmm. He looked like he got messed up. My theory is he jumped off the tower. Oh, yeah, no, he yeah. came out of that and, window. And he hit head first into that ground yeah right yeah he came out of that window because like he looks up and there's like all the like the window there and it's broken around it and the yeah. dude's just looking out and then he's like oh yeah all right yeah uh, <laughs> the guy waves back and his buddy's like what are you doing you idiot what are you doing 
Just imagine yourself in that scenario, though. You see someone jump out of a window, you go out, look at them, and they just look up at you and wave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it's so good. And we know why he was there. He went to steal that um, garb beetle, I believe it is called. Yeah, scarab. Scarab. Scarab Scarab beetle. There you go. Uh, I knew your order was correct. (laughs) Just it was right. It's like right off the. What is that? Whoa. Oh, I got this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got this in the British Museum. <laughs> hey, it's hey. a scarab. <laughs> they're actually they're the it's arguably one of the most important symbols in all of Egyptian uh, mythology. Uh, the scarab. They represent everything from uh, life, flying death, flying beetles, um, regeneration. But the big symbol they have is the sun, because the Scarab beetles in the desert, they'd roll dung. Uh, and so mm. the Egyptians yes, thought, yeah. yeah, they'd roll the sun across the sky. That's uh, cool. And so it represents mm. everything from life, death, transformation, wow. rebirth, that sort of thing. Cool. So more more important than the Finx? Oh, yes. Yes. Wait, this is the most important symbol uh, in Egyptian mythology. What wow. One of the top two or so. And there's a lot of them. So were you upset when you saw him holding it and doesn't know what it is? <laughs> You're like, you idiot. How do you not know this? Everybody he, knows this. He works in a museum. museum. Yeah. And Steven, he, come on. And he seemed quite knowledgeable too at the start. But I think he was just in shock a bit. Uh, hmm. he, he just fell out of a window and hit his head. <laughs> and then he, he sees this golden beetle for some reason in his hand. Um, but I was, and then people start shooting at him. I was wondering, where do you guys think he was? What what country? The Alps. The Alps, like like Switzerland or Germany. Kind of looked Swissish, but I I was looking at the signs um to to see if I could see any language or anything, but uh, no, I didn't notice any. <clears throat> hmm. I'm just trying to think. Uh, that scene was like you know. The way he jumped out of there, like, how does he survive that crash, that landing? Like, does he have powers? Because he turns into Moon Knight, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have it on him the entire time. But does that mean that he's protected by Khonshu no matter what happens? Like, does a bullet, will a bullet hurt him? He's technically already I dead. I think in his, well, yeah, that's true. Sorry, say that again? Oh, he's technically already dead because he died once. So there, yes. there might be some sort of mystical abilities that he has. Immortal bits, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because I was just thinking, I'm like, this guy just jumped off a towering tower and landed head first, and he just shook it off, adjusted his jaws, like, all right. And this is Steven. It's not even Mark, right? It's this is Steven. So I was just like, okay. All right. So there's something about this powers that probably is still around him. Or Conchu's protecting him, you know, from the other plane, just having a shield around him or something, which kind of goes into our next thing because he's getting shot at. I'm wondering if the god is powerful enough to protect him from bullets, but maybe not, right? Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe he doesn't have to because again, yeah, he's he's already dead. So, oh, okay. But so why, is he, well, out... why is he telling them to run though? I think maybe uh... he wasn't shot because of plot armor. i know not 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 the most exciting reason i know um 
so yeah, he's getting chased. He um gets uh get to the city area, Cobblestone City. I don't know where this is. Where where is this? Do you know what location it is? Anybody? I'm looking. Yeah. Uh it's a Okay, so it okay, I was it was probably Switzerland or Germany. Um because in the background I I just have the thing uh the episode pulled up again. And actually, wait a minute. I have the technology to share my screen. <laughs> technology. Yes. Oh wait, it's I can't it won't let me show the screen. Anyway, there's this there's a store there. because uh, Disney Plus has DMC or not DMC, they Things that no, don't allow you to stream their platform. Anyway, it's his bakery, uh, but it's B-A with the umlauts, which is German for bakery. Um, so there is German writing on the stores. Okay. So, so somewhere, somewhere in Austria or Germany. Yeah, or Switzerland or... I would, I, I'm putting my money on Austria. It could be I'm Switzerland my... as well, because they also speak German there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I saw a lot of rolling hills and oh, castles and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and there's there's a actually yeah there's a here this I can well, share. Austria has mountains and castles too. Not like this. No, these are like Swiss Alps. Okay, like fairy tale shit. <laughs> <laughs> Austria's got castles, but they're like Gothic Elsa. cathedrals. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, frozen. No, oh, I hate that frozen. Is so much. Oh. Oh, we, we've struck a nerve here. I, Frozen's <laughs> so plot is just backwards. The heroes of the story was the bad guy. But sorry, I won't go into this now. <laughs> it's like Peter Pan. Have you heard that theory? <laughs> that no. uh, Captain Hook's trying to rescue the kids from Peter Pan? Yeah, because yeah. Peter Pan keeps kidnapping all these kids. And if you notice, Captain Hook never goes after the kids. He just tries to fuck up Peter Pan because he keeps kidnapping children. Damn. <laughs> Damn, mind blown. Mind blown. Yeah. Just destroy my childhood right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, anyways, I don't know where we're going with that, but cool. <laughs> we went from mountains to Peter Pan. That's Dis- awesome. We went we were going through that is, Disney. That is plot awesome. Armor. That is awesome how we went from all the way to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he he gets into the city there or the little village and um there's a bunch of yeah people in the uh, place, and Ethan Hawke's character Arthur walks by, and gently walks by, walks by like a disciple would walk by, mm-hmm. right? Walks and immediately he's surrounded by his disciples, I guess, right? Followers, he, yeah, yeah, and, and then um, they all you know congregate around him, and uh, he starts doing something weird. Nathan, can you explain to me what he's doing? Is this make-believe here, or is so this actually something? The actual act of what he's doing, that ceremony, is created by uh, by Disney. However, it, it's trying to reflect something that the Egyptians actually believed in, which was that uh, at the end of your life, your soul is placed on a scale uh, against... So your soul's on one side, and on the other side is the feather of... I think her her name's Mat, uh, or Ma'at. Um, and it's basically um, to see Amat, right? Is uh, it Amat? It's uh, M A, comma A T. It's weird because no one technically knows what Egyptian sounds like, so we're, mm. we we kind of give our best guesses. Um, 
Because they they pronounce it uh, Amet, A M M I T. That's how they pronounced it. That that's another goddess. That that's oh okay. There's more. Well, there's many. There's so many gods. Um, but <laughs> uh, but Maat, uh, the feather Maat, um, uh, is weighed against your soul, and okay. if it's found that uh, you're not worthy, uh, then uh, not Maat, but uh, the goddess who we see, um. What was it uh, Amut? Uh, Amit, yeah. Amit, Amit or something Amit, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, she devours you and your soul. And when she does that, oh, no, your no. soul's kind of wanders blindly, aimlessly. Uh, it's not good. You don't actually get to go onto the field of reeds. Uh, mm. And so that's kind of, so, a, it looks like that's what, that's what he was doing, right? Because yeah. he had the tat moving tattoo. Which is pretty cool, by the way. Justin, you should get the mm. tattoo. They move. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, I, got, I got a guy. Yeah, you got a guy. <laughs> um, so first guy steps up. He, he's good. He's just a green thumbs up. He's good. Uh, lady steps up, poor old lady. And something crazy happens to her. Her, she's basically denied. She has, what do you, What did you call it, Nathan? Um, what, unpure heart? Yeah, she she's... Uh, unworthy she's uh unworthy she's been judged unworthy and uh he what sucks her soul because she was like grayish and dead real fast (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it looked like that i don't know if oh do we have a an image here ethan hawk he looks not of the old lady he looks badass he looks looks badass I like this dude. I love Ethan Hawke. He's awesome. <laughs> that was good casting. Yeah. yeah. He I just walks in. I especially like the cane. Um, and uh, Justin, do you think we could get an image of the cane? Um, yeah. I believe it was crocodiles, which is the symbol yeah. of the goddess that he's yeah. serving. Yeah. So she's she's cro- she's half crocodile, half lion, right? Yeah. She. It's kind of odd. She she's got like a crocodile head, and then the yeah. back part is more feline. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's obviously how she devours people. Aren't, aren't uh, you proud of me that I found that out? That was quite good. There you go. <laughs> ah, take that, Justin. I do my homework. Where are you? There you are. Ah, <laughs> the cane there. Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah, two two crocodile heads. Right. That looks badass. Look at that. Yeah, that's great. I love how they designed it so that way it. It not only represents uh, the goddess, but it also uh, is in the shape of uh, the, the, yeah of the scales. The scales, yeah, yeah so cool, <clears throat> right? Uh, I want that as a prop. Mm. <laughs> we'll get Disney, that for the office. Please make that happen, Disney. That's so cool. <laughs> It'd be awesome if the the alligator mouths open up too. <laughs> Knock on wood. Maybe that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so cool. Like he's devouring like that. Um, all right. So he is um our buddy um uh, Isaac uh Steven is in the crowd and he's yells out something in Egyptian and everybody bows down, right? Mm-hmm. Was that horse crap or was that actual Egyptian language? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, that is not I'm something. Pay you the big bucks here. Te- technically, no one knows how to speak <laughs> Egyptian, uh, ancient Egyptian. Um, so if that was, uh, I guess, uh, that was Disney's interpretation of of, uh, mm. of a word. That's not something that anyone would uh, would know. But it was hilarious to see he yelled out that word, 
And Steven just went like, oh shit. And then immediately went down after. <laughs> no, Sorry, like, yep. I, th I think he said bollocks. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> bollocks. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and then so he gets busted. Uh, they want the beetle from him. So he obviously stolen it from them. He wants it back. And he's can't do it. His mind wants this, but his body won't let him. Right? Won't let him uh, give that because Conchu is obviously Conchu behind him in the picture there. Conchu is basically controlling him and he just can't do it. So they jump him. A bunch of guys jump him, Steven, and they try to carry him away. And a guy comes out of nowhere and tries to grab the beetle out of his hand and like succeeds, like gets it out of his hand. And all of a sudden, the shakes happen. The shake happens and you see him standing there by himself with guys on the floor, all bloodied up. He's got blood on his hands and also on the beetle. And that was because Mark came into play and shit kicked everybody. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> are you not like I, I was kind of like, can I see Mark kick some ass, please? Like, I, I want to see Mark kick some ass. I think were you, you guys were you guys happy to see that or were you like, ah damn it, I wanted to see Mark kick some ass? Well you do in the end, but again, like you didn't really know what was happening. So you didn't know if it was just like him blacking out and then killing everyone, or if he was doing the transformation thing into something else, or if so if he just blacks out and then somebody around him just comes in and Well, I would have like like to see that shake happen and then Mark would come into the body or the conscience of Mark would awaken, and then I wanted to see him kick everyone's ass. Yeah, that would have been I mean, hilarious. We, we do at the end, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we we do in a way, yes. I think we'll start uh, seeing that a bit more maybe during the next couple episodes. I think this first episode they're trying so. to build up the idea of he really has no idea what's going on, and they try and make the audience feel the same way. I, yeah. I personally, I, I thought it was uh, it was quite nice. But did you also notice that the the beetle the wings came out after the fight? Mm -hmm, yeah, uh, yeah. When he was holding it, yeah, the the wings. What does that mean? Does that mean anything? Uh, it, it basically it's the the same thing uh, as before. I I I assume that this maybe it was a weapon, because why else would the wings just come out during the fight? Um, or was it it came out after because he fed it blood? That's true. That could that could be because it. it was covered in blood afterwards. That's interesting. What I gather from the reason what what the purpose of this thing is to show uh, the directional point of a tomb that they're looking for. That's what I've been getting, the information I gather. That's the storyline. That's why Ethan Hawke's character, Arthur, wants it, because it's supposed to find the tomb of uh, Amet, or Amit, whatever you want to call it. So that's what he is looking to do. And I think maybe, J uh, Justin, you're onto something. I think maybe they need him to unlock it, mm -hmm. right, to get access to this. Because there's got to be a reason why both sides want this thing. Oh, my gosh. This is giving such Indiana Jones vibes. They're looking for a golden <laughs> item that also has a scarab yeah. on it. Because in Indiana Jones, in Raiders, it had a scarab on yeah. it as well. And they're going to look for, use that to find a tomb. Well, I guess they're both Disney. All he needs is a hat and a whip and you got it going on. Right? <laughs> Can you imagine? Why did it have to be Ethan Hawke? <laughs> Um, so yeah, they uh, he runs to uh, a cupcake van, which is hilarious, by the way. Um, <laughs> That's so, my so, van. Yeah, <laughs> cupcake van. 
and they're going down the the Swiss Alps, shall we call it? Sure. Uh, and the goons are chasing him, and there's guns, people jumping on to a vehicle, but there's also a little nice lady that's driving, and <laughs> <laughs> I think she stole the show for me in terms of comic, yeah. comic relief. <clears throat> Because she is basically driving and this guy wants to cut her. And he does cut her. He's like, oh, thank you. And then she's just like, whoop. <laughs> also, while while playing, um, what, what song was playing in the background? It was the... Was it Wham? It, it was by Wham, Zoolander. right? <clears throat> it was Wham, yeah. Wake me up before um, you go. Wake me up. Well, yeah. yeah, it was wake me up, yeah. <laughs> Such an awesome they song. Did, they did the humor really good in this. It, it, it didn't feel out of place. And even the the songs that they chose, uh, the soundtrack for a lot of it, it was very fitting. Still kind of goofy, but not like slapsticky, and it didn't, it didn't take the like intensity or the darkness of the theme of the overall episode when they did have those kind of funny, goofy moments playing fucking wham, having some old lady f- flipping the bird out of out of a truck. It was still like fairly serious and like, oh shit, like this is. About a guy with mental health problems, <laughs> like it, it didn't get too goofy, which I, which was uh, impressive that they were able to put those com- comedic bits and and still keep the the severity of the situations and stuff. The one song that I found really odd is the the Jay Z one. Uh, okay, Big Pimpin. The when did that come out? That was when he was just. Remember in the beginning where he walks to the statue to talk to the guy in the golden statue? He's walking out of the museum and they're playing that song. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. notice that. A big pimpin' and they remix it. They remix it with no words on it, right? And mm. I was just like, that's such an odd song, but it's a good song. It's just an odd song. <laughs> odd song to yeah, play. Yeah, it fit because, yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even notice it. It just yeah. fell into the background. Okay, so he's getting chased, guns, you know, the he switches back and forth. All of a sudden, the vehicle is. Going backwards, but there's a dead body in the back too, as well. Yeah, <laughs> mothered with cupcakes on one side. <laughs> Sorry about the cupcakes. Sorry about the cupcakes. Um, yeah, that was the that whole scene, like him apologizing, and I was like, "This is Martin Freeman. It's just <laughs> Martin Freeman bumbling around." What did you guys think about the CGI? Because I thought that was weak. Yeah, it was kind of dodgy in some spots, but then Especially I had the, to remember. I was like, the, "Oh, this the- is." Sorry, how about the the truck, when, the logging truck? That yeah. was cringe. I was like, am I watching a Disney Plus show? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go, it was with bad. Like, you have to admit it was bad. Yeah. No, it was. It wasn't yeah. good. Um, yeah. but like, you can't put it to the same standard as Star Wars because I mean, even Star Wars had some janky bits in like the first season of Mandalorian. The blurgs looked like fucking garbage. Um, but then if you look at like other Marvel TV shows or whatever, they've gotten good, but there have been some, some, some dodgy parts, but yeah, that, that truck scene was, especially when he, the dude, like in theory, it was cool when the guy like was on the roof of the car and then jumped onto the thing, but he just like looked like a fucking hot mess of blurry CG and it was just like, well, that could have used a couple extra passes of yeah, layering and, and yeah, there, there were some bits where I was like, that looked like shit. Yeah. To me, it, I, I just thought that was probably the worst I've seen 
in terms of CGI and Disney Plus Marvel shows because I watched Loki, um, I watched Wanda and Captain America. I didn't see mm-hmm. there was obviously issues, but it wasn't so glaring. This was so in your face, like I yeah. recognized it right away, right? And when the car fell off the oh, the so side bad. of the cliff too, it was just like that looks so like bad. a fucking RC car that they just threw off. The like the physics of it were off, the gravity was off, like the movement, it was just not good. Like it it wasn't that it, it like yeah. didn't look like a car. It was just the movement. It was like my my mind knows how a fucking car how heavy it is and when it falls yeah. off a of shit, it's gonna go like this. But it with that one it was just like We've seen very... enough train wrecks and car wrecks to know yeah. what they look like, right? Yeah, exactly. And even even the cars that were driving in the in the on the road there, they still look weird, look very uh, not the green natural. screening was yeah well they, it was lighting it was just yeah. bad lighting uh bad compositing so i mean somebody's getting fired yeah <laughs> i was gonna say it'll be uh we'll we'll see it probably on quarter digital's uh bad cg maybe one of these days <laughs> all right so he uh, basically um comes from the, the vehicle runs out of gas or whatever it is these guys the the, the bad guys pull up in front of them and they're about to unload the clips in his face. He turns on the wipers to protect himself. Uh, that was good. Massive tree logs from the aboves come down and just destroy these guys. And he wakes Very up. Very poorly animated tree logs. <laughs> that whole scene could have been done yeah. much better. Whatever but, production house they... Yeah. They, they're probably never going to do that again. For Disney. Yeah. Disney's <clears> not <throat> ever going to hire them again. That was That was probably some Bollywood TV production place. Hell no. Bollywood's way fucking better. <laughs> you kidding me? You can see know. a guy <laughs> axe kick another dude from space into a helicopter, then go through a Ferrari, and you're like, hell yeah. And not bad an eyelash of if that's possible or realistic. This was just bad. Yeah. Bollywood um, movies have some of the best fucking CG that I've ever seen in my entire life. I disagree. <laughs> it's so good. Fuck you. <laughs> I do strongly disagree. It takes it takes comic book movies to a whole nother level. We the Western world doesn't know how to do fucking comic book fights at all. Bollywood is just like we're gonna get a guy to become a helicopter, kick through a car, stop, <laughs> then kiss a lady, and then fly off with another with a and change, out, change outfits too. And Absolutely, would, and you're like and hell and yeah. Ten other people to dance exactly the same. See, yeah, there you and go. that that's 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 a good example of good direction and way ways to mask bad CG. So when something's poorly animated, and you're like, mm. whatever, we'll just put a bunch of smoke, make it fucking awesome, and then have an explosion in front of it, and then you hide it, and you'll be like, oh, okay, cool. So he wakes up. <laughs> 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 Nathan, what happens? He wakes up and he's like, "Oh, I must have dreamt this all." Yeah, yeah. It 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 gave us a. Or for me, I thought, "Oh, I, I maybe he was dreaming." I I I'm sure there's no other indications that uh, he wasn't dreaming. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he checks the sand. He checks the tape. Uh, his legs still tethered to the to the bed or to the post. Uh, everything seems fine, except now. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but his goldfish grew a leg back. I have no idea why. He just were, were there in, any <laughs> indications prior to that that uh that being around uh, him people heal themselves? Yeah, I I was confused by that too. I or think, maybe no, he just when he leaves he 
to get but out, he here's, destroys here's, everything and then he replaced the fish. And go back and go back and watch it again. If you watch the mm-hmm. beginning part again, the goldfish is actually swimming sideways. And how mm-hmm. do I know this? Because I've had goldfish for my kids and they're about to die. That's what they do. They start right. swimming sideways. So what happened was when he left for his little adventure, that's when the goldfish died. So when Mark, because remember, Mark came back. It wasn't Stephen mm-hmm. that came back to sleep. Mark came back, went to the shop, replaced the goldfish. Yeah. And That's then why the lady was saying you were here yesterday. Uh, exactly. That makes sense. See, I was for some reason I was thinking of things like Steven. I was I was just like, why is how did this get healed? And I assumed that had something to do. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, uh, because um hmm. when he was when the goldfish was swimming sideways, I'm like, that does not look healthy. And I know this because I owned goldfish before, right? That's the only way I knew because that's the tell sign that the fish is about to die. When it starts struggling to swim straight and it's just swimming on the side a little bit, yeah. that's when you know the fish is about to die. So I just, I don't know what, it, you know, obviously through experience I had it in my head, but then it clued, I clued in after when he's like, hey, it was intentional. Was, yeah. Then I'm like, ah, oh, okay, the fish died. Mark replaced it with the, uh, another one. And he noticed it, Stephen, when he woke up because he said, hey, Gus, how's it going? And then looks over and Gus has got, Gus looks different. It's not Gus anymore, yeah. right? Uh, so Mark does care, I guess. Mark really cares about Stephen, right? Because otherwise, mm-hmm. Mark wouldn't give a shit. So there's this respect inside that body for each other. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you have split personality or different mode of personality, they like to overtake each other for dominance, right? So immediately I'm thinking there's a healthy respect Mark has for Stephen. Mm-hmm. Stephen doesn't know the fuck who Mark is right now. <laughs> so there, there's no, there's no respect, but Mark does care about Stephen, which is interesting, right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys take on this? Like, do you? What do you guys think? Same thing? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think yeah, because it was either it was either that like a kind of mutual respect and like, oh shit, his, his goldfish died. I better replace it, or it was just to get out. He had to like run as fast as he could through the wall or something, and then he has to like cover his tracks and clean everything up and then he's like oh fuck I killed a goldfish so I gotta get a new one <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't notice <laughs> what do you think or do you think he doesn't want Steven to know there's a mark like I because he's covering I think his it's tracks. kind of yeah I don't know if it's if it's intentional or if it because I mean if he's doing if he's keeping him alive and keeping him in the dark for a reason then is it because he has to or is it because he wants to because he knows that like he doesn't want this amount of um you know him being the lackey of the the moon god Mm -hmm. he doesn't want that to be his whole life or if he's obligated to because the guy that was chosen does have a split personality disorder so he's just making the best of it kind of thing I have a feeling that he's got a bit of a soft spot for Steven. He okay. he asked out the girl that Steven liked. Sure, he, yeah. he, he forgot that Steven was vegan and he invited her to a steakhouse. <laughs> but, you know, that that's just other details for another Martin time. Martin likes steak, right? Martin's yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> We're going to go after yeah. steak. Oh, I loved uh, when he ordered the steak, too. What what yeah. type of steak yeah. would you like, sir? I had the best <laughs> the good one. one. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> what kind of cut or how do you want it done? Okay, let's talk uh, about that. Like, okay, if you're yeah. a vegan, why would you order the steak? What is the reason why you order the steak? Is it a thank uh, mark? No, because he was in shambles and he's like breaking down. His life has gone to like, shit and he it, doesn't know what it all protein. That, yeah. yeah, he was like it, almost in tears and he's just like, yeah, the steak. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which one do you want? It's a good one. I don't know. Fuck it. Just give me a thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he was pissed and he's like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to drown well, my soul. Also, into- this is like the, f- maybe not the first time because obviously he's, he's taken all these precautions of making sure he doesn't leave his bed so he knows this is happening but like this is i think everything's kind of coming crashing down because he's like losing control of everything and also losing track of multiple days so that was also too is just like his grasp on reality and what his life is is fucking in shambles so he's like it's sunday oh okay fuck it i'll have a steak okay yeah so that's the other crazy thing is like he's not even aware what day it is at all like, mm-hmm. to him it's just like a nothing happened there's no yeah. skip right and along that process he's alienated a potential girlfriend mm-hmm. um he's gone to a pet store not even knowing what day and time it is and the yeah. pet store lady's like you're a freaking weirdo get out of here <laughs> um and has obviously his work, right? The and can we also like I can, I cannot stand that lady that works there. That Donna, who, she just pisses. She was me great. Off. Oh no, she's me. great. <laughs> she pisses me oh, right off. No, absolutely. She's a terrible person. <laughs> but I mean, in her defense, oh yeah, well, this dude who like job, never yeah. shows up, <laughs> just disappears for multiple days, and Couple then of screws he, loose. <laughs> yeah, and you know. He's supposed to sell merch to these kids, but then he's just always like in other departments, so he's useless. And she's probably been dealing with this guy for God knows how long. So she's just like, Nathan, she's, she's at it. Were you upset that he did not get the tour guide role and he just the selling of toy role? It, it was funny. I, I was thinking, so my degree right now that I'm studying for is in classical archaeology, and I'm thinking. This is exactly what most of the people that I'm that are getting my degree go through. They think they're going into archaeology, or they're gonna like give tours in a museum. Nope, they're gonna be selling merchandise at the museum. Or it's like guy who gets a, a music engineering degree, and then he goes to work at fucking Long McQuaid to sl- sell guitar strings. It's like I'm gonna work in a cool studio. No, you're not, bitch. Anyone who works at Long McQuaid, we apologize. You no, awesome. you all went to Pavi or uh, AI. Like uh, it's not your fault. But oh, it, I thought it made us. It made him very relatable. You know, everyone's got ambitions. He wants to do something. He's excited for it. Uh, but yeah. the reality of it is quite crushing, and uh, and of course she he's keeps denying there. him. She she makes him do inventory. Well, maybe if he shows up to work on time and gives <laughs> well, a shit. Well, yeah, maybe right. <laughs> Steven, just show up to work, okay, please. Yeah. Uh, what about the? Okay, so the part that I wanted to talk about that we alluded to in the beginning was the gods. So he picks up a poster in the room, the inventory room, and tells her that hey, it says. Seven gods here, but there's actually nine gods in, in mm-hmm. the in the um in the I can hear Nathan just shaking. He's like nine. What are you talking about? It's like nine thousand. There's there's a um, lot. <laughs> but the main gods, I guess, shall we call it? Can we say that, Nathan? Are they the main? Yeah. So it's it's the upper echelon. It's kind of strange that we look at <clears throat> like ancient Rome, Greece, and Egypt as if there's a main pantheon of gods. Um. Like I, yes, like, pantheon, the nine pantheon, yeah, right? And I, I think, uh, like, 
what's his name? Rick Riordan, the, the guy who wrote Percy Jackson. He kept saying yeah, like, right. there's a 12 main gods and sure there are 12 big ones, but really gods. The, titan, the Titans, right? Yeah, yeah. but really mm. uh, in the ancient world, um, there's no set religion, especially in Egypt. There was no yeah. comprehensive, this is the whole religion. It's kind of bits and pieces here or there. Um, hearsay yeah yeah and so uh having kind of nine central gods yeah that, that's certainly uh i that's one way of uh of seeing it and i think there were those nine gods were were kind of a, a group I, unfortunately i don't know the two that were missing just because the the poster didn't quite make it clear <laughs> of which all seven there were um but if i had to guess um i'm guessing conchu is one uh and then mm. perhaps well, no. I don't think Kanchu would be in the top nine. I think it'd be his father, Atum. Um, it would be who else? I, I had a list somewhere here, somewhere, and I forgot to bring it with me. But well, I'm thinking they call the they call the or Inad. Uh, the, the it starts with an E. It's like Inad. Yeah, Inad. E E N. Sorry, E N N E A D. Right or the Great Inad. Right, that's that's what they're called, and what I was alluding to earlier was they had in the MCU they have uh, one of the gods that looks like a Black Panther, and uh, no, not the Black Panthers in this in the real world. I meant the actual Black Panther, and mm -hmm. apparently, apparently that's supposed to be connected to the Black Panther lore. That the, that's how they are connected in terms of the god, right? And apparently. This panther is a female and is somehow related to Khonshu. So there's a connectivity here that they're indirectly building, I guess, hmm. uh, up, up with the god tier levels. Because there's gods in the MCU, then there's gods, capital G gods, above them. Eternals, right. Eternals, whoever you want to call them, right? There's different tiers of gods in the MCU. Thor is a god, but he's not like a high ranking level powerful god he's sort of the yeah. smaller gods right so i think that's <clears> he's a god in the, the in the uh um, in one of the realms not the overall well, realm yeah a god as in he's eternal or yeah. he's a immortal kind of thing yeah so, okay so they had osiris horus uh Tiefnut, fucking shoe Sure. Nathan's just shaking his head. S H U. It sounded like you said teeth nut. Teeth nut. Yeah. T e f n u t. I like these nuts. These nuts. How am I supposed to pronounce teeth nut? It's like Teflon, but you know it's almonds. Those are the only ones I can see. Osiris. I know that one. Covered And Horus. Nathan, uh, do you want to pronounce? I'm these reading the posters. Get off my balls. I I can probably do a better pronunciation. Let me uh let me. I hope again. so. You absolutely can. <laughs> I hope so. But I must say that was extremely amusing. Uh, so you know there are uh there are different uh sort of different sets of these nine gods. Um, yeah. uh, so uh, Atum, uh, and a yeah. tomb, uh, so you see he's the father, he's a sun god, so he's associated also with Ra, and he's the sun god that I'm very Well, that's his with, other yeah. name, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Ra. Yep. Uh, I'm, that I'm was in, the thing that I'm always confused Ra, right? me. Amun, Amun, Ra? Amun, Ra, so it's weird. Yeah. Amun and Ra are two different 
gods that were later yeah. on became the same god because it, okay. it just they were were worshipped together later. Uh, okay. Ashur, and, th- and that's that's a good example of like a lot of ancient religions and stuff that have multiple deities is that because there's no set in stone this is the dude this is the other dude and this is the other dude it's a lot of different like this town or this group of yeah. people called it this and then you know over 100 200 years or whatever they just like amalgamated into a bunch of other things and then some in certain sects kept the old ways and then that just broke off into another fucking thing and yeah yep well, exactly. people are just fucking dumb and don't know how to <laughs> well, well I, mean, I don't know i do not say dumb communicating's um, hard back then <laughs> believe it or not um in india there's 40 dialects within that country right that yeah. means that means almost every province has a specific way of speaking that is mm-hmm. different from the neighboring province so give, to give context here, that's like BC has a language and Alberta has a different language. <clears throat> I can't right? understand anyone fucking saying anything <laughs> from Toronto. <laughs> so it's it's like a different world somewhat it's for some people when they travel to another province in, a, in mm-hmm. India. So that also goes with religion too because uh, Hinduism is the largest uh, lang- uh, sorry, religion in India by far mm-hmm. the most practiced. But within that religion, the, the gods that they worship have different names. And I learned mm-hmm. this through my trek to India when I went there. I'm like, what? What? Who is this that you know praying to? And they're like, oh, it's this guy. I'm like, no, his name is that. They're like, no, no, no. Yeah, that's his name here. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I find out from another province that his name is totally different. Yeah. So it's like it's the same thing with you know you're mentioning Nathan. It's the same idea. There, the names are different, but they are the same, right? Yep. So Amin Ra, okay. So yeah, Amin and Ra, they became one, and which happens What's to the be the brother a t- of Tiefnut or whatever. <laughs> Tefnut, yeah. D- D- we're gonna create a god of ourselves, these nuts. <laughs> we'll make a T-shirt. I'll be our new NFT. Oh man, these nuts! Get a couple bevs and Justin and start pronouncing Egyptian gods. He's got a pharaoh hat. And it's hat. just the beer hand, the beer can holder thing. <laughs> that is so awesome. Let's get that going. Where's our friend D? He could definitely make one of those. For us. D's nuts, the god. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, so sidetracked. This is what we do here, folks. This is what we do. We're just getting started. This is only the first episode. <laughs> Welcome, popcorn chicken. Yes. That's right. Get your popcorn chicken up, baby. Uh, <laughs> where was I? I lost track of where we were. Uh, where Nathan we was talking about all the gods. Uh, oh, yes. Te- Sorry, Nathan, oh, no worries. Ahead. I'll rush through them except for the ones that yeah. might be brought up later. Uh, Tefnut, okay, Keb, Nut, Osiris. Osiris <laughs> is a big one. Um, Osiris I'm, is related to uh, kind of resurrection and death. Um, that's why there's a lot of black metal bands named after him. <laughs> oh, really? Is there actually? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was uh, he was quarter part, and his wife Isis. Uh, no relation to the other group that we. There's yeah, also yeah, yeah. another a uh, <laughs> lot of hardcore bands called. I- there's a really fucking good band called Isis. Are they called that um, because of the goddess though, or are they called that for a different? Yes. Okay. Good. They they were around in, like the '90s. <clears throat> oh. How about that awesome band called Oasis? Oasis. Yeah, they can suck my balls. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, uh Osiris. How, how did I know? How did I know that I'm going to say that? You would not. Uh, anyway, sorry, Nathan. Uh, no worries. We are, we're so immature. We apologize for that. <laughs> but uh, Osiris was put together. You know, all, all body parts were put together except for his uh, genitals. Um, oh, okay. No, no, no. We're not brushing over this. Time on, time on. Why? What did you say? He's missing his genitals. Yeah. So no, he's he's reconstructed. There, fr- he's, he's a, a Frankenstein. God. He's a Frankenstein except for his bollocks. Why? So that's one part. Uh, I'm trying to find what animal ate them. Um... (laughs) (laughs) This gets better, better. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, Do we need to talk about wounded anymore? We just want to talk about this. Well, I have a feeling he'll be brought up because it's. He's he's related to to death. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let me quickly find this. Okay, while you're while you're trying to find that, <clears throat> I, I'm I apologize to anybody who tuned in to get a breakdown of Moon Knight, and we have tried our best, but you know when things no, don't like apologize. This, this is what it's about. Yeah, but when things like this come up, we need to dive deep into these things. This is important. <laughs> this is why you watch for the hard hitting facts. So if you're here for entertainment. You're welcome. If you're, you're welcome. Here for, if you're hey, here for reviews, no, 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 fuck that. No, no. If we brought an expert. We brought we an did. expert. We, yes, we did. We this did. is the only place that you can watch with an, an Egyptian expert, Egyptologist. Yes. on the board. Yes, that's what your business card says, right, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> Egyptologist. I don't know if it says that. I'd say archaeologist, the founder of nuts, founder of Egyptian nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. So where were we? Uh, I tried to stall for you. Well, uh, one quick thing to note: I mentioned Isis. She's a goddess of magic. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. quick side note for her. Um, uh, And then we've got uh, Nemthes. I think I'm saying her name right. We have Set, the brother of uh, Osiris. He's kind of evil. He might pop in here or there. Uh, And Horus, who is. Uh, son of uh, Osiris and Horus is the one with the falcon head. He's depicted yeah. uh, in tons of Egyptian very popular very uh, imagery. Popular. Yeah, yeah, very very popular. Um, so that's kind of the rundown of the, the main nine, um, and they they can be interchanged at times. There's a lot of major Egyptian gods, but those are kind of the ones that are most popular. I think with uh, kind of modern culture. Um, what was our original point? We were going over the gods, but I can't quite remember. So the original point was uh, he he noticed there were seven in the poster, but there's supposed to be yes. nine. And I think there's an like that's basically sh- foreshadowing something that's going to happen down the road mm. here. And there is a tr- in the trailer there is a scene where you see him in the tomb with other gods around him. So I'm thinking Khonshu takes him mm. to an- another plane field here, the where they're stuck. You know where Conchu is stuck, and that's our way of knowing or learning about what Conchu is doing, what he's all about. So they're going to show that eventually soon. And I think side the, note, yes. Oh no, you go. I'll finish um, your thing. <clears throat> I just think the the gods that he's mentioning or he's pointing out are going to show up in that tomb area altogether, right? That's I just think that's the reason why they're me- mentioning that part. Yeah, they give, they made a point of saying 
two people have been left out. Yeah. So those are going to be, I think, fairly important ones. But I, yeah. I was going to say, I, I really enjoyed um, the trailer that they made, or the trailer um, pretty much used scenes from episode one ex- almost exclusively. Like I would say mm-hmm. 80, like the video that we put out uh, on Monday on the, or today or yesterday, whatever, anyway, um, I, I, this episode really spoke to me, uh, because I also don't know what fucking day it is, uh, ever. Um, and <laughs> did, you, did you wake up with a strap on your leg? <laughs> uh, no. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the video that we put out kind of just talking about the, the brief history of getting into, you know, the first episode and what you need to know or whatever, um, <clears throat> the two trailers that I used while I was editing it, ed- editing it, um, it was mostly scenes from the first episode. Um, yeah, and go which check that out. I thought, yeah, Everybody, I, I thought the listening. the the trailers were really good. They got me interested. Like I I heard of Moon Knight and I've known a little bit about it, and I think I've like read one or two of the things of it um, years ago. But uh, yeah, they they had enough. Uh, intrigue and mystery and action or whatever then i was like oh this will be pretty cool and then Bra- uh not brandon isaac that's oscar a musician oscar isaac um oscar isaac is awesome and uh i'm excited for this and yeah after watching it i was like oh cool that most of it was pulled from this so they've still left a lot of what's going to happen uh kind of hidden which is nice yeah i'm i'm happy about that uh because you don't want a trailer to show you everything yeah, and then you're just like not entertained or even surprised. So I'm glad they're holding a couple yeah. of things to the closer to the vest, right? Nathan, you're gonna say something? Things- no, no, I was just uh, looking at a deal there. Our, uh, oh, deal. <laughs> the Egyptian. He also watched it. The Egyptian god. What's a what's a dog deal. in uh, in Egypt? Anubis, the jackal. Ooh, there, yeah, there. Anubis. Anubis. And I'll be bringing that up a bit later too tonight. Okay. Cool. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's right. Because there's a dog that tried to fuck. Yeah, him up I think that that may have been Anubis, but later. Really? I think, I think it's a werewolf. A werewolf? Yeah. Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, then Blade shows up next episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blade is Wesley midnight. Snipes out of nowhere. He's part of the. Yo, if Wesley Snipes stuff. shows up, I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. <laughs> He's not showing up. Stop. Would you not like? Would this not be the oh, best yeah. show ever? If just yeah, but then what's Wesley the point Snipes? of having? What's the point of having the other gentleman who signed on, Mahershal Ali as Blade? Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, I f- I forgot that they cast a younger version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, Wesley Snipes two point whatever. Anyway, if Blade shows up, my mind is is blown. Yeah, somebody's mic is echoing, and it looks like it's Justin's. Mine. Yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> I have headphones. Why is it? I can hear the echo. It could be mine. Uh May turn my volume down. That may fix it. Yeah, there you go. I got in ears, motherfucker. It's definitely not me. (laughs) Rookie, rookie move. It's all right. We forgive him. (laughs) (sighs) These Alienware headsets. I get this all the time with Discord. Justin, make sure Uh, he goes home uh, on the weekend with some proper equipment. We'll have it (laughs) ready for. (laughs) We'll have it ready for him. Um, all right, so he is is he back at the museum? He's back at the museum, right? Well, at, well no, before this he goes home and he finds the um the cell phone 
in his house. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he notices <clears> some <throat> marks on the floor and he moves his table over, right? Mm-hmm. And then he looks up and he sees one of the panels in his roof sort of pushed in. And he pushes through it and gets a Motorola. What was it? What's it called? Motorola Razor. It's Motorola right? Razor. Yes. I remember having that phone. Wow. I did not. <laughs> All the rich kids that I was friends with had them. Motorola Razor. And <laughs> how old is this phone then? Hold on. That's this a good a, question, actually. Was this just used because it was a burner phone and it was yeah. like whatever it only needs to make phone calls? Or has this been going on for 20 years at this point or something? Oh, good point. He was yeah, a CIA nobody... agent, though. So maybe he's used to kind of that that kind of tech that's a little harder to trace. Burner, yeah. Him. Yeah, well, then it'd be a BlackBerry. Come on. <laughs> it wouldn't be a fucking Motorola. Right, it could be anything that's a, not a smartphone, right? This is the last gen of... True. Of, yeah. Before they jumped into the I remember, smartphone. yeah, BlackBerry was just because the security was so good. But maybe it's like at a point yeah. now that because it's not a smartphone, it's untraceable. <laughs> it's analog. That's what it is. It's... It's an analog phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he picks it up. Did you notice the the, the background on it? No. I did not notice it. What was the background? crocodile. Oh! Oh. (laughs) That is awesome. That is awesome. That is so cool. That is that's an Easter egg if it was, right? So yeah, there's a there's a crocodile on the phone that he found. And there was a name. There were two names. So there was the the, the girl. Deshaun and yeah, Layla, um, what's it called? Layla, Layla, or whatever. Was it Layla? Yeah, it was Layla, and then Deshaun or whatever. Yeah. Deshaun, yeah. So, but he called Deshaun once. Yeah, Layla, and, and the rest he just. No, no, well, that was all missed calls, I think. So Deshaun called him once, and then Layla called him a thousand times. I'm interested in the Deshaun person. I googled it. Okay. Do tell. Oh, I forgot. Oh. John Paul Deschamp. It's a Marvel database. He's a fucking French guy, French soldier. Uh, who he befriended mercenary Mark Spector. Oh, uh, never mind. I just read that part in the comic books. Yes, he, he used to work with. And he fought them. alongside Raul, yeah. uh, Raul Bushman. Yes. Uh, uh, he led the raid in the Egypt Sudan yeah, border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he basically he was one of the soldiers in the mercenary group, and he flew Moon Knight's helicopter. Moon Knight apparently has a helicopter, as all Egyptian yeah. uh, Egyptian mythological figures do. They all have helicopters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So <clears throat> he finds that, and then the phone's ringing, and Layla says, "Mark," and he's like, "Who the fuck's Mark? Like, what? Yeah. Who? What, what's with the accent?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, people uh, in uh, Europe are making fun of that accent. They're like, it's not that great. I don't know. People in Europe, obviously, they would know. Oh, probably. Than Absolutely. We, we, we don't know. <laughs> we have an accent of our own that they, it was, they laugh at, right? Yeah, it was good. It, it, his, his accent was good enough to not take me out of it. He was consistent with the area that he chose, at least, yeah. or the. Bollocks. Yeah, because, like, it was. Yeah, and again, it it really just seemed like a Martin Freeman impression, um, which I mean worked worked for him. And again, it didn't I take no me out of it. it. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a lot of um, Western actors that do go for a British accent, and it's just 
not good enough where it's like, <laughs> I know that that's not how you talk. <laughs> but I mean, but you, you can also say that this is not supposed to be. Steven is a, ma- uh, a secondary character, right? So there's a forgive- good loophole. Yeah. So you can forgive him for a shitty British accent. Yeah. Right. Because it's not even his real accent. There you go. He's double uh, acting. <laughs> so things are um, getting a little bit weird now because he has someone telling him, Stephen, you don't want to do this, right? And this is where Mark is trying to communicate him with him through the mirror. He goes to the bathroom, opens the mirror, and then you see that. Didn't that trip you guys out? That tripped me out. When he started shaking his head? Yeah, they're, they're it like, tripped me yeah. out. They did some really good... The, the, okay, so the cinema, apart from the garbage CG, which was plentiful, um, the cinematography was phenomenal. There were some really beautiful shots. Um, and even, like, just little small things that you could just see, like, oh, I, I, I know what the camera person was trying to do there, where, like, there was the statue that he's walking behind that was, like, half cut out, and then they... You could see the person who was holding the camera just move over slightly so it would just get his face. And it was like, yep, okay, I I see you. I know you did. That was good. (laughs) But there were just like really cool little little things like that that made it really apparent that they cared about, you know, the the presentation of it. And there was a lot of really, really cool shots. Awesome. As long as they didn't have CG in it. Yeah. (laughs) It was not good. Uh, All right. So uh, you see... Him struggling to figure out this. Books have fallen down. Lights are going on and off. Oh, Nathan, do you want to take us through that part a little bit? Yeah, so it's... It's kind of strange. It's almost as if Conchu was... Well, we did get to see him soon. He runs into the elevator. uh, And as the doors are closing, we see Conchu down the hallway. And Steven is terrified. Uh, and that oh, yeah. that scene was yeah, that's crazy. I I laughed so hard though as soon because at first it's, you're tense, you're <clears throat> it's scary, and then all of a sudden the old woman's there, and <laughs> and she's just like huddled she in the like corner. She got mummified too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I I loved how it didn't just play it off as like a joke for the audience. Like she clearly mm. saw how scared he was, and she's like, this this guy's unstable. I gotta get out of here. And she made yeah, an excuse yeah, like, to leave. I, I thought it was great. Um, and even just like him trying to play it off of like, oh, I lost my contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I hope you find it. Because yeah, a lot of the times in like a lot of these types of movies, they'll have somebody acting fucking insane and then people around them are just like oblivious to it. And yeah. It's like, no, motherfuckers on the floor looking at you like you are Satan and you're just fine with it. No, fuck that. And she's just like, I got to get out of here. My friend's here. She, she's expecting me. <laughs> it's <laughs> great to have that. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. It's great to have that actual balance now where, where someone's mm-hmm. scared and we get to see other people react. But also, I yeah. thought it was a great transition from that scary moment to a comedic one without ruining the yeah. pacing. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very... Uh, that That is... The thing with a lot of the jokes in it, it was very <clears throat> natural comedy. It wasn't forced and it wasn't like Disney's got a fucking problem with like, you know, especially Star Wars where they're just like, all right, here's a fart joke. And you're like, oh, fuck, OK, whatever. And where it's just like forced in because they're like, kids are going to watch this, right? We got to make it funny. And they, <sighs> they did a really good job of. Yeah, they, they, they did a really good job of because, I mean. 
you know, in intense and in scary situations, funny shit happens. And whether or not you react to it as it's happening to you, in retrospect or as a third party, it would be funny. And they, they found a really good way of showing that. I'm just thinking here, um, why is Kanshu so against having Steven show up? I mean, I just he throws think- the gun because he's fucking yeah. useless. He I can't just, even hold a part-time sales job. I, I think at the end of this series, you're going to see Steven actually prove Conchu wrong, that he has a purpose, that he is. there's a reason why he's there in that body, mm-hmm. and he's going to make a difference. Because of his background in, in, in Egyptology, I think that's, that's what's going to come into play. I think that's mm-hmm. where he's going to say, yeah, see, because of my brain, you motherfuckers, I was able to help your dumbasses mm-hmm. through the situation, not just through violence and superhero powers, but you need to have brains as well to get through some situations. And I think that's where I'm thinking at the end of the series, that's when Conchu and Mark will respect Steven for his yeah. abilities, right? That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I hope this happens, but well, if, it yeah, the, if it doesn't, then the he's end, just a dumbass, right? Yeah, I mean, at the end, they do kind of... I, I really, really like the pacing of this first episode. Yes, um, I absolutely love because, like, beginning to end. How how long was it? Like forty five minutes or half hour? About forty. It wasn't uh, forty four minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. Typical, also, there was uh, no end credits thing. Yeah, they don't right. do it. You should do it with Marvel uh, TV show. They'll do it after epi- four episodes in. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, like um, <clears throat> but uh, the pacing was was. Phenomenal, I thought. Because, um, again, I know very little about this series, and I wasn't in the dark, really, for anything. Um, and the parts that I was confused about was intentional, I think, for that, from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there wasn't a lot of things of just like, oh, you, if you knew who this was, you'd be impressed. It was just like, this is the bad guy. This is the good guy. He's confused. Shit sucks. And you're like, okay, yeah. All right. And, <laughs> and even then at the end, you're just like, oh wait, is, or is he the good guy? Oh, okay. I don't know. And then tune in next time. It's like, well, I will. All right. Yeah. I, I could, uh, you know, agree with you more. Like, I just think that the way it was done, because you typically, out, you know, with WandaVision, for example, it took, three episodes for it to get going yeah the first two episodes were a complete waste of time i right? watched the first two and that's all i watched oh god like i yeah should see, i was, watch the full season yeah is it worth it yeah well it was way better than the first two <laughs> the first two episodes well, were yeah, garbage. But... was just complete garbage mm-hmm. yeah i would if i were you i'd watch episode four five and six and call it a night right <laughs> that's <laughs> wow. it yeah Three is even three was a somewhat okay, but four, five, yeah. and six all you need to watch. But yeah, so that that was because the rumor was, um, and we talked about this on the Monday Weekly is we there was rumor that they're going to release two episodes for Moon Knight because mm-hmm. they were worried about the pacing. They were right. worried because you can always get Marvel fans to watch your shows, but it's the mm-hmm. other general audience that you want to capture as well, right? Because yeah. that's what sets your ratings high. So. Uh, the the rumor was that they were afraid that the first episode wasn't going to be fast enough or paceful enough or give him enough information for the general audience to latch on to. Mm-hmm. So there was a talk about two episodes, but it turned out they stuck with one episode. 
And I think it was a good decision at the end of the day. I mean, obviously, I want to watch more episodes as fast as possible, right? But yeah, I think it was still good enough because, like I said, my wife watched it and she liked it. So uh, my kids watched it. They liked it. So I think it was good enough to pull other people, general audience, to watch it. You guys are not huge Marvel fans, but mm-hmm. you guys obviously liked it, right? Yeah. So they're doing something right, I guess, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you think they should have shown uh, Moon Knight in his suit? Okay. So um, <clears throat> let, we'll, we'll, let's touch that uh, in a second here. Let's just talk about the okay. near, near the ending part here. We see Ethan right, Hawke's right. character, Arthur, show up at the museum. Uh, we see um, all the friends that he had in, in the museum security staff. They're all part of Ethan's. Uh, I keep saying Ethan, Ex- Arthur's. Uh, yeah, group, right. Except for the, 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 the main uh, security guy at the front oh, yeah. door who's watching a lot of videos. <laughs> what did he kept calling him? He kept calling him a different name. Uh, oh. Uh, I forgot what it was. Uh, it wasn't yeah. St- it wasn't Steven. But he kept calling him the same name. Stevie? Do you think that's another... Huh? I thought he was calling him Stevie or something. Nickname. No, no, it was a different name. Oh, what am I doing? I have the I have the show pulled up here. Um, he kept calling him a different name, and then he kept correcting him. And he was like, no, it's Steven with a V. But... Uh, where is it here? Was it Rick? <laughs> it, was, it was something... Okay, here it is. Uh... JB mate, uh, Scotty. He kept calling him Scotty. Scotty okay. <laughs> Do you think that's another one of his personalities? Uh, no, he doesn't have. So he has another personality in the comics where he's a playboy, right? Yeah. And I can't remember the name now, but it wasn't Scotty, I think. But yeah, he, he doesn't have another personality. I'm also thinking that the reason why they stuck with two is not to confuse the audience with too many yeah. personalities because. I think gonna... two is a good starting point. Yeah, absolutely. You but can it... you can grasp easily like, oh, there's a good guy and a bad guy. Yeah, in his brain, kind of thing, or so or he also yeah. has another um, hero hero persona, Mister Knight, mm-hmm. right? Where he wears a mask, white mask, but he has gloves and a t- white tuxedo. Yeah, and he's got like the moon symbol yeah. on it. And, so yeah. that's another personality of his, and he's sort of, he's sort of like the. The detective cop helping type of guy that the police force trusts, mm-hmm. which is so weird. A guy dressed up in that outfit and the police like totally trust him. Yeah, but Batman, yeah, Batman. no, nobody, tr- <laughs> nobody trusts that guy, <laughs> right? Which is, I guess, maybe it's a, a play on making fun of Batman because Batman is not trusted by the police that much, right? Well, and the, it's the Dark Knight the, against the Moon Knight. Yeah, and they obviously have ripped off that style from Batman, yeah. right? Uh, the Cape Crusader, yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? Working in the nights and the shadows. But if you're wearing white, how much shadow can you work in, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we have that scene where um, Arthur is asking him, pass me the, the what, what did you call it again, Nathan? The scarab. The scarab. 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 Uh, <laughs> scarab. Scarab. And then we actually see the hieroglyph uh is it the wall? What is that? In the bathroom or whatever? No, 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 no. When, oh, when he, when he <clears throat> approaches him in the museum, remember? That is a paint that's painting on plaster, uh, and that plaster. So oh. it's not a column. Uh, yeah. 
and they've put plaster up and painted it, and then over time the plaster is just chipped away in, in sections. So he's just pointing so, out a figure there. Can you tell me is that's a real image? I'm not saying it's real artifact, but I'm saying is is that image realistic to what the ancient uh, ancient Egyptians portray that character as, or is that something MCU just made up? Uh, yeah, I'd say that's that's realistic. It's a, okay. I'd say it might be a a little big, a little bright. Um, do you oh. know what? Surprisingly, in the ancient world, they used a lot of colors. Uh, mm-hmm. They painted <laughs> very bright, uh, yeah. like you know all the white statues that the Greeks are famous for. They were all painted. Yeah, every single one. Yeah, hmm. yeah. They even had eyes. That's one thing. Yeah, blue eyes, yeah. green eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they they look pretty uh pretty realistic, I'd say. Although just a a little large. Hmm. Yeah, and he mentions that the um, scarab. I'm never gonna get this scarab. Right. Scarab. 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 There you go. Is uh, there's a little hole there in that uh, in the statue or that painting, and is that where it's supposed to go, or is that just a uh, chipping off the wall? To me, it just looked like it was chipped off, broken. Okay, because it just looked perfectly centered for it to go in there, right? At the same size and everything. But it, I like the fact that they showed what she looks like, so give people, uh, you know, an idea of what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he basically runs off, and Arthur's like, "Yeah, let him go. It's okay." And we're like, "And I'm just sitting there going." Well, he tests him. He does the thing. Oh yes, yeah. sorry, the... yes, yes. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't and you... they don't show it. Yeah. They don't show it. So they they he kind of walks up to him because again like. Um. Uh, what's his Arthur? name? Mark. Mark. Mark yeah. doesn't really know, or no, yeah, Stephen. It was Stephen. Doesn't really know who Ethan Hawke is, or what he's doing, or yeah, what's going on, or whatever. So he's just like talking to him, and then he like, without because like he's seen him do this to people, and he knows what happens. But like he kind of stealthily like grabs his hands and like puts the cane there and spin that starts flipping it and it goes back and forth and then there's like this and then he looks down and looks up at him he doesn't fucking die and then he says you have a lot of chaos in you or something so is that to say like nothing happened and it's just like it didn't go green or red i think it didn't go green or red because there's god inside him the conscious conscious controlling that conscious not letting that decision or because Conchu or it's because Conchu is a god, I think, so that you can't determine the soul is dead or alive, can it? Or it's it's going on taking all of the multiple personalities. And it doesn't know. It, it, doesn't doesn't know, know right? it just it just it just goes to nil, and it's just like <laughs> this guy's fucking Hitler, this guy's fucking Gandhi, and it's like I don't know. And speaking so it just that, like left him at nil. Speaking of oh that, yeah, that was right. Speaking of that. I'm glad you mentioned that because I totally forgot. And I wanted to touch back on something that I talked about the Arthur character in the comics because he was a Nazi. It's interesting Ooh. how he mentions Hitler could Ooh. have been avoided if we had, you know, weighed him, right? It's interesting. Yeah. I just found that very interesting because when I did my research on who Arthur was in the comics, when I heard Nazi and then when I heard Hitler, I'm like, hold on a second here. Is that coincidence or is that something? that's going to be played on later on where they do find out he's Nazi and he was just like fucking around and saying Hitler for the hell of it. But in fact, he didn't give a shit. Right. Or uh, is he like so demented in his, um, 
judgment that yeah. he's just like Hitler was the bad guy, but he was doing it right kind I of thought- thing. And he's on to the whole like eugenics thing and, and all that shit. And that's what <laughs> the he's cleansing, doing. The cleansing but, of the but, world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, he's literally doing that, like yeah. judging them on the spot because of future shit that they might do. But he's just like, fuck it. I don't like you and you have a weird nose. So get fuck out of here. The minority <laughs> report. I thought they might be <laughs> yeah, doing exactly. something so, a bit like Thanos, where they tried to make yes. Thanos yeah. like, oh, he's a bad guy. But do you remember people were actually thinking we should just kill half the population? That's not a bad idea. We'll save reason. And people were yeah. like, justifying it. I think maybe they're trying to do something similar distance himself from yeah, from being a nazi yeah. make it sound like he's more uh like look i'm presenting this reasonable plan i can purge the world well, of everyone did, that would do someone something evil when did when did when was moon knight made like the original comics oh because um, that you got to take into account too because like if it hold on let's let's look at it well while you're looking that up i i do want to mention moon knight comic i, I want to mention one thing uh, Nathan, maybe you can back me up on this in terms of uh, Moon Knight's, uh, sorry, not, not Moon Knight's, uh, Ethan Hawke's character, Arthur, um, or not Ethan Hawke's character, Arthur, the uh, Ahmet, the goddess. Do you think that they have, tr- he's twisting the, the, the actual story of her to get his way and become this revered disciple of the gods? Because obviously he loves the attention. He wants to be the leader amongst Earth. Do you think he's twisting the story? Or is a story, somebody else at play here, twisting him into thinking that she wants everyone to be judged? I think there's a chance that he might be kind of like the opposite of of, uh, of Moon Knight. He is her kind of, uh, I don't want to say incarnation, but... She's, avatar. She, yeah, he's her avatar. And so he's... He's kind of doing her work and her bidding. The her general kind of background fits what he's saying pretty well. He may have an ulterior okay, so, motive, but so far he's kind of chicken out. Okay, because I just wanted to know if he's making this shit up just to kill people and have people v- fear him and revere him, right? <clears throat> no, I'm just no, wondering. Not yet, but uh, is he a smaller? Is he a smaller scale Thanos? It, I think they so, might play him off a bit like that. Yes. So Moon Knight first appeared in 1972. So that might be just a product of the writing of the time. Because 70s, it was like, it might not have been like a, he's a Nazi. It was just, he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So here's what we know of bad guys. Nazis. Those, And then it's like, <laughs> okay, it's a bad guy. Yeah. So it a, might, it was, it was essentially just like, all right, he's either a Nazi or a commie because those are bad guys. So it might have just been that. And now they've taken some artistic liberties with that. But I do kind of really like the idea that he's still kind of like the fact that they brought up Hitler actually is a, a really interesting choice because he is essentially judging people and killing them or letting them live because of past and future things, which is absolutely like a, cleansing of hu- the human race or whatever thing so i think it's i i don't think that actually and ironically uh as you mentioned before when we were like uh, is that anubis or is that a werewolf uh moon knight first appeared in the comic uh werewolf by night uh werewolf by night so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i got it all here um <laughs> uh, i have the internet yes uh yeah, werewolf by night, but I 
I, I want to kind of say it's Anubis or an Egyptian werewolf or something, or Egyptian dog. Um, yeah. I think. Well, we'll, we'll it find pretty out. Lanky. Did it have yeah, hair to be on a it? Fucking god. Yeah, it, it, it did. Oh, it did. Yeah, it did it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks kind of slimy on, to <clears throat> me. Yeah, it was like kind of slimy and hairy, and it looked like a a coyote version of a werewolf, if anything. Wily coyote. Because it was like super lanky and and like malnourished and <laughs> malnourished. <laughs> yeah, dude, it looked it looked fucking hungry as shit. So it, it looked it like had, just like a it had to eat souls. dog it was eating souls. Yeah. So yeah, the ending is here is he's getting chased by this werewolf or Anubis, whatever you want to call it. And he ends up in the bathroom locking himself in. And does a good scene. Oh, arguably they one of the best really scenes. Well. I also liked how he didn't have a reflection in the other mirrors. Yeah, that was good. There was so there he walks into this bathroom, it's lined with mirrors, and shit starts shaking. The dog's trying to get in the fucking door. And then there's all these like hieroglyphs and shit on the wall that are appearing through light and stuff and pulsing. And then he looks over and, and Mark's talking to him. And then he looks over and he finally sees him. And then you see Oscar Isaac talking, not in the uh Martin Freeman voice. And then all of the other reflections, because it's mirrors, uh, there's no other people. So himself and also the reflection of um, Mark aren't reflected in either, which I guess is kind of a uh, uh, subtle thing of just like, he's fucking dead. So <laughs> like he doesn't exist <laughs> in but either yeah. form. But you see Mark saying, hey, give me control because I can deal mm. with this shit. Just calm it down. Hand me the reins here, right? Yeah. And at that point, I'm like, all right, here we go. Here we go, right? Like, this, uh, this is what I've been waiting for. And then you see them panning to the hallway, and you see the sink fly out their door. And, I'm and like, then the dog trying to get out, he's like, and him dragging help it back. Me, help me, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. damn. And then he's just like, come back here, bitch. Right? <laughs> Takes on the ground and just like pow, pow, a couple of shots to the head, and then and then it's like gone, mm. right? It's done. Now here's the thing. So that suit is all CG. The cape is also CG. Those are all fabric simulations. It's all all oh. all done in CG. Mm -hmm. That was really good. I because I knew it was all CG and I was like, the rest of it's been garbage. And I stared at that cloak. When he was moving around and like, I could tell it wasn't real, but like I was staring at it to find any discrepancies and it was well. So like, obviously that's where most of the budget and rendering time, because <laughs> I mean, if you pull the curtain back a bit, you have a, an office that is filled with uh, a bunch of other teams working on other movies and shit. And then they have like, a warehouse full of just giant fucking NASA computers. And then you have to literally book time and be like, all right, for these 12 hours, I need to render out this scene or I need to render this scene. So all this water and explosions and blood and all these particle things, I need to render this out. It will take 16 hours. I need to book it for this time. So different productions get priority, obviously for if they have more budget. So, 
if a, a production doesn't have as much budget, it will only allot you, you only get uh, 10 hours to render this. So then they go, okay, well, now I need to have less particle effects and less explosions and shit on this scene because we only have this amount of time. Yeah. And I think that they spent more time on this scene because it looked really fucking good. And also it's a really important scene of the first time you see his his cloak and his 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 outfit. Yeah. Um so yeah, and that and that's what I what I was asking before. Do you think it was a good thing that they showed the outfit then? Oh, yeah. I I yeah. also loved how they changed the way he puts on the outfit because in the comics it's not a living thing like Venom. You know, Venom has that yeah engulfs him, right? So yeah, yeah. in the comics he put he actually is a technology that he creates and puts on the suit himself. This is a living thing. It's like a living, breathing thing that you know covers him up. Yeah, it's not like a stark. Yeah, and I really like it. Outfit. I, I, I really like it because it's like an Egyptian mummy coming to life. Right. Mm -hmm. It's all getting wrapped up. Uh, Nathan, what did you like that? Oh, I loved it. What, what I especially liked is it didn't just kind of like appear on him. You can see the bandages wrap up around yeah. him, and that looked great. I, I thought the it, it didn't look like fresh bandages either. If you actually look at it, it looks a yeah. little old, uh, which adds a bit dirty, to that dirty and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is very well done. They thought that out, uh, and of course, um, one of my favorite parts of that scene that we haven't mentioned yet was how it was a bit realistic in this. Well, of course, it's not realistic, but while he was still transforming and getting the suit on, he was attacked. He, he didn't have time to just mm -hmm. suit up and then stare and have like yeah, a badass yeah. moment. Like, no, he was getting the bandages still wrapped up on him. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's taken down yeah. uh, to the ground by the yeah. dog. And, uh, and at first it seems like, oh, I guess he's lost. But obviously we know, no, he's, he's about yeah. to kick some ass. Then the bathroom sink flies out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the fact that the dog's trying to get out of the bathroom. And <laughs> yeah. he's got things under control. And I especially right. love how yeah. his fighting style, too. It wasn't like some... Very vicious yeah, and violent. It wasn't some mm -hmm. super quick attack. It was yeah. hard hits. It was aggressive. Yeah. It was... It, it wasn't like uh, Shang-Chi or something like that, where it's like all mm -hmm. martial arts and smooth skills and all that, right? Which is cool in its own way. But this was just like... It was just very visceral. Alley ass whooping Pick, punch yeah. kicking you know to <laughs> yeah. the ground face curb pounding whatever you want to call it course dropping that's all it was it was just like how do yeah. i decapitate this body real fast right <laughs> yeah because he's wasting my <clears throat> goddamn time and i need to get on to the next big thing that's why you see him turn around the eyes glow which i think are it's fantastic that eyes glowing yeah really sets it apart right and he's going after somebody and I'm I'm assuming yeah. it's Arthur, right? Because oh yeah, I didn't even think of what's gonna happen next. Yeah, this motherfucker's got blood. Yeah, and now he's dead. he's still in there. You just so sent, yeah, episode two is just gonna. You just sent Anubis after a god. You best believe that god's pissed now, right? <laughs> yeah, I I didn't even think of like oh what's gonna happen next. And I was like so pissed with the and a rolled credits. I'm like no. <laughs> 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 I gotta wait a whole week. But it was a good, <laughs> like, it was, uh, again, back to the, the pacing of it, it was a good buildup of confusion, storytelling, like, kind of letting you know who Arthur is, who who uh, Stephen is, the situation there. And I do, I really like how they didn't, because they could have, 
the the hits the story hits that they did they this could have been four episodes they oh, yeah. could have taken yeah. their time yeah. for a full episode of just like here's this guy who works at a at a fucking museum yeah. you're like oh he's so lovable he's bumbling it you don't know he's got some sleep things weird and then episode two, it's, oh, now he's, he's waking up and it's weird. Oh, no. Oh, he's in the Swiss Alps. Oh, no, no, no. And then episode three, it's, oh, he killed a guy. Oh, no. Yeah. But it was just like, no, here's, here's the bits. Let's kind of, let's go, 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 go. And now it's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, he's a fucking god. And you're like, I, okay, I cool. would have been annoyed. If, episode one, done. I would have been annoyed if the entire episode was all about Steven and his work at the museum. Sure. I've been like, I'm out. Like, what is this? I don't, I don't need to see a whole episode of this. So Disney has had a problem with pacing though. Yeah. So I was not, yeah. I wasn't expecting this amount of, uh, information and, and, uh, I, I was to, I would say I was pleasantly, all pretty concise. I was pleasantly surprised and I was happy that this is the direction that went. They went right in hardcore. Give us a Who's little doing bit. This? Feige's doing this. Yeah. He's well, he's the executive producer behind it, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who's who? Who directed this episode? I don't know. <clears throat> uh, Justin. I'm uh, oh, sorry, Justin. Nathan. Yes. What What did you think of the um, the idea of the the way they paced it? Overall, what do you think of the episode in terms of the direction they went? I was very happy. The pacing was great. Uh, the choice of uh, focusing on Steven rather than as Mark Spector, I was a very good decision. Uh, Mark Spector, he's, you know, the stereotypical, he's the badass, he's the CIA operative, he's a mercenary, or was a mercenary, um, and then he got these powers after he died in the desert. Um, if we saw that origin story, or if we saw his reaction to those events immediately after, I don't think it would have been the same. It was nice to have someone that the audience could relate to. Uh, someone that was, he was kind, he was a, a little bit silly, a little quirky. Uh, he had some funny moments um, talking to himself, things that people do. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you get invested in him as a character. Uh, and they managed to do that very quickly uh, to get you to like him, uh, to really think, to hope for the best for him. And then when these bad things start to happen, uh, not just the sleep, but also the girl... Um, getting mad at him you really feel bad you you feel like yeah. it's a kick to the gut um mm -hmm. uh, but it also builds up that mystery and so the audience gets we see things through his uh his perspective and that's perfect because the audience kind of is uh steven uh, people are quirky people get confused bad things happen it's not always this you know captain america rise uh, up and then there's a stumble and then you beat the villain no it's there's weird steps there's confusion um uh I'm sure there's we, a lot of complicated yeah. a lot of complicated situation with this character yeah and right and they built it up uh to have these two great moments um the the first big moment uh, was when he finds uh, arthur in this little swiss village and we really get to uh, to see the impact that this villain's going to have on the future. We get to see that he has this sort of cult. Uh, and then the next big moment, of course, we have is that chase in the museum. The quick chase that turns into an ass-kicking. Uh, and I think those both those moments were built up to very well. Uh, and they had a very satisfying result, except for the CGI, of course, and uh, with the, the truck rolling over and all that. But I can look past that. I thought this 
story was yeah, very good. Yeah, me too. I'll forgive him for that because the way they ended it was great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All the other things kind of, there were more positives than negatives in the show, which is what you always want, right? And then the end result is, is it going to be a good show? If you have more positives than negative, it's obvious the show will be good then. Um, I just thought of so something. The director, <clears throat> go ahead. The director is uh, Mohamed Diab, uh, who is uh, an Egyptian uh, writer and director. That's he nice. hasn't done much, um, much Western cinema. He's written and directed uh, a few um, TV series uh, out of uh, Egypt. Um, so, well, that's pretty that's, big. That's that's pretty yeah, cool. Egyptian yeah. uh, cinema <clears throat> is used throughout the Arab world. Egypt's kind of like the pop, the pop culture and pop yeah. uh, center for everything. So that that's uh, got a good amount of experience. Yeah, he though. did. Uh, a few things I've heard of: uh, Footsteps of the Devil, Clash, uh, Renegades, uh, The Island. Um, I don't think I've watched any of them, but I've I've heard good things about a, a few of those. Um, so I just have an idea here. You you kind of um, when you were talking, Nathan, it kind of made me think something funny here. Um, because he has personalities, does that mean he can date different people? I th- because Lila. <laughs> Olela is one girl for that's probably for Mark, and then he's got Steven's got this girl that he's been courting at the museum. So, is he cheating if he dates well, both of them? Huh? Yes, in, in this con. No, no, they, no, in this context because he isn't aware of it. <clears throat> okay, Nathan. Yeah, I. Well, I think no, that's not a good scenario to be in. It is kind of like it is <laughs> obviously. It is kind of like two different people with uh, it, the, yeah, well, they two, are two different people with the same body. Just sharing a body. And I think yeah. Mark has he hasn't reached out to Layla for a while, so who knows? Maybe it's over. Uh, but but Mark is the one that set him up with this one. Yeah. Though, so I not? I think no no uh, Layla's the one that was calling on the no, phone. No, no, I know that. I understand that Layla's obviously someone important, but is Mark doing? You know, is being you know the player here because Mark's already got Layla, and Mark's the one that set Stephen up with this girl. I think Mark's doing so this because he wants to be nice. He he bought Stephen the goldfish. He, is it is it or is Mark trying to be a player? Here's the real question: Is <laughs> so uh, Mark and uh, Stephen are dating multiple people? The real question is: Is is Layla banging twins? Well, there had to be twin two people to be twins. Though. It's two people. You think Steven's gonna no, just wake like, up and we be just confused? we just just we just exactly. It's, what it's if he wakes up half between? That it has to be two bodies to be right, a fine. valid. Right <laughs> there, we've right? we've now set the rules. Two bodies that would that yeah. would be a complete. Oh twin. I can imagine kind of what Justin's saying. Just oh, <laughs> they're they're in bed together, and all of a sudden Steven wakes up very confused as to what's going on. <laughs> okay, but here's the question. Let's say Steven wakes up in the middle of it all. Does Steven mm-hmm. continue? No, he, he's not. I think he... he's the sort of person that would freak out and run out the door. <laughs> yeah, a normal human being. Okay, let's flip it around. <laughs> if if Mark wakes up in the middle of it all, does Mark continue? Yes. You bet your ass Mark does, because Mark's a man. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's just like, all right, let's keep going here. <laughs> Uh, what if Conchie wakes up? <laughs> no. She dies. 
<laughs> yeah, she's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, is there okay? Let's give it her out of ten. Let's give this episode out of ten here. What say you guys, Justin? What do you give it out of ten? Nine out of ten. It would have been a ten if the CG wasn't fucking garbage. <laughs> Nathan, because yeah, the 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 story pacing, the action, the acting, the story. It, uh, I think it was a, a amazing first episode. Only thing that took me out was the the CG. I really liked it. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten, just because the, the CG. Uh, when the truck. Uh, when I saw that truck, I just so the like, CG was that that detrimental to your story. And I still loved it, but when I saw that in my mind, I wasn't. I didn't move past it pretty quickly. It's like, and this looks like it was designed yeah. in two thousand six. Um, yep, it looked <laughs> like a CW show. Like it was fucking bad. Yeah. Like it was like Supergirl or whatever the fuck. Like oh, it was not good. Yeah, so it, it yo, it was bad. It would have been a, a Legends nine of if Tomorrow. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been a nine, but. Um, that that CG that that specific moment that truck, uh, it was a little disappointing to see that they didn't invest that uh, that extra time to fix that up. Okay, so you, yep. you're you're nailing them bad because of CG. Okay, it's you're still it's that. still it's an A still. Yeah, no, no, I, I didn't say <laughs> the yep, score is bad. But okay, uh, I'm I'm probably gonna go with nine out of ten. For me, nine out of ten. I give that one point, like Justin said, for the CGI. But everything else makes up for it. Even, even, can we not talk? We didn't even talk about the score, the sound effect, and the music. But well, we touched on it a little bit, right? But music was. The, how about the yeah. scene when he turns into, you know, Moon Knight and all the other, you know, orchestra music that they play? I think that was really good. You know, it built up excitement. Notice. Yeah. Oh, I noticed I, honestly, it. I, just, I, I honestly, like, like I literally watched it 15 minutes before we started yeah. recording this, so um, I don't remember any of it. Which is to say, it's I definitely a bad thing. recommend watching it again well, th- that's, because you might. Have I, I something. will. That's the thing. I, I don't know. think that's a bad thing. Yeah. I think that that a good soundtrack um, just sits in the background <clears throat> and lets you enjoy the scene, and it blends in um, really well. It blends in, and it just—it's another layer of you know. Here's the the lighting that we used. Here's the camera angles that we use here's the you know emotions that they portrayed on their face here's the the writing and then here's the the music in the background i think mm-hmm. it's a puzzle piece that when it's done well it doesn't stand out sometimes mm-hmm. um there's other other shows that are like fucking phenomenal and you're just like shit this is a banger and <laughs> the the only parts that i really remember are like when it, when wham was playing because i was like this is funny um <laughs> And yeah, but so I, I don't think it's a bad thing, um, but it, it didn't super stand out to me. Yeah, well, I, I think adding Wham, some of the songs I loved, um, but the only song, yeah. those, the only songs that I loved were the ones that I actually remember from uh, outside of Moon Knight. I don't actually remember what the actual soundtrack for Moon Knight was, the songs that they made for the show. Yeah. I can't remember that at all. I only remember mm, yeah. uh, Wham. You remember Big yeah. Pimpin'? I, I can't believe you didn't remember Big Pimpin'. Go well, back you said that they watch. remixed it, so they didn't yeah. have like they there's just no had the vo- there's instrumental no or whatever. It was yeah. this, yeah, instrumental remix. They just kept repeating that that main chorus uh, instrumental yeah. part. Just kept remixing. I don't even that. remember the theme or like the credits because I watched the the credits all the way through. I don't remember. So did, did it you have guys, a theme? I don't know what? that Marvel really does that though. Well, the credits actually general. did a the credits actually showed a couple of clues. There was one part in the credits they showed a, a, a glowing doorway. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you guys noticed that in the credits. Uh, if you get a chance, go watch it. Um, and what I'm thinking is that's the doorway to Conchu's existence playing field. Ooh. So I think that doorway is going to have a, where he's going to walk through that doorway and Conchu's going to show him why he's doing what he's doing and what's the purpose mm-hmm. behind it and where he's actually resides from, right? So I'm thinking of that. And then it also shows a close-up of <clears> his <throat> wrappings of Moon Knight's costume. It shows a close-up of what it looks like. So you can check right. that out too. So there's some details in there, which is pretty cool. It's interesting, right? So, so this isn't the MCU technically, no, right? No, it it is. It is. It's hard. It is dead center in the MCU. Yeah. So it's it's the same universe yep. as the rest of the shit. Yep. Okay. And what they're trying to build is, I believe, a darks event, a dark Avengers. Yeah, that de- deals with like demons and vampires and werewolves. Well, they tried like to that. do that before. Well, not Marvel, but the no, that was Fox. Was the, that was Fox. The Duke, no, no, Dooku. Was that what it is called? Dooku from Star Duke. Wars. Hold on. No, no, not D U K O or D U K U. It's D U C U, and it was the dark. Oh, Are you thinking about it the was... DC universe? Constantine. No. Oh, Constantine's yes. great. I love that. that. That's DC. That's DC. Okay. What? Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that like they've tried to do a, a dark comic universe, and I uh, was it Dooku Dark Universe. Here it is. Yeah, it was like the Mummy, Invisible Man, Frankenstein, oh, Van Helsing, um, Dracula, and all that shit. That's from a different universe. That's from. Um, well, Univ- yes, Un- yeah, it Universal is. Monsters. Yeah, yeah, Universal. That's right. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was, it was like the Mummy. Yeah, they tried to make technically, it. Technically, they were trying to do that. It, it and it, it failed. didn't it failed fucking that. go anywhere. But like, <laughs> it was. Terrible. I mean, they're they're essentially trying to do that now. They got some Mummy shit. They got uh fucking. Well, the the idea is to, and, the idea is to bring these guys together. The midnight midnight suns, right? It's to bring Blade, yeah. Ghost Rider. Uh, Moon Knight and uh, Black Knight together. We've already seen Black yeah. Knight appear in Eternals, and the, yep. at the end credit scenes, that voice is Mahershala Ali, who's going to yep. be Blade talking to Black Knight. So there's I'm the so two. excited for Blade. So there's two right there that connected, and then you have Moon Knight. The only one left is Ghost Rider, and there's an actually an Easter egg of a ghost, flaming ghost in the episode. You guys go find in it. this episode. Yes, you guys go. Yo, find go okay. find it. Go find it, so, and we'll talk so, okay. about it next week. Okay, I will. Now, and th- they haven't done any releases or any information on Nothing. Ghost Rider or anything. The only I really hope they don't have Nick Nick Cage. No, they don't. He'd be odd for, for <laughs> this. Yeah, you don't. Maybe in the Doctor Strange MCU movie. So who knows? No, no, but I, but like. They haven't released any casting or anything, have they? There it has been a ghost writer in um, the Agents of Shield TV show, but that was not. Right, nobody John, watched that. That was not Johnny. Uh, that was some another ghost writer because this ghost writer had different writers right? iterations. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they had this one. That's that's the one thing that that a lot of Marvel stuff is good at or, or was good at. Um, and I, I'm sure that all the writers and directors and people who are involved now are just like, thank Christ they did this. If just like, oh, it's an entity, it could be anyone. And they're like, fuck, thank God. Now we can put if this one failed, like Spider Man is they're just fucking so happy that they got like 
options. Different dimensions and shit. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, oh, if a movie fails, we can just fucking get another guy in there. <laughs> and, and it was so smart of them to not use the main Ghost Rider, the most popular Ghost Rider in Agents of yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. because they would have just thrown that away. And uh, yeah. they were smart. They thought of ahead. They're like, no, we're not going to give you the main one. You can use the other Ghost Rider in your TV show. And mm-hmm. if the, nothing happens, who cares? No big deal. We can always... But, but that being movie. said, they... they they um they've used like the tv like well uh, matt murdoch they used him in in the new spider-man yeah but they so, like they made it when very, it's goods well they'll keep them well same thing with kingpin right they they want to keep uh it's a vincent <clears throat> d'onofrio yeah. vincent d'onofrio is kingpin he, he is kingpin he yeah. is yeah 100 percent yeah and, so what they said was they're going to keep these character uh, main characters like um charlie cox and Vincent, they're going to keep them as those two characters because they were so beloved and they did a, such a great yeah. job. Why go and create a whole new Daredevil and Kingpin when these two could just do just fine? We'll just say, hey, it's an alternate universe that doesn't exist anymore. This is a new universe. Mm-hmm. That's why they made him wear different outfits, uh, Kingpin, the yeah. Hawaiian shirt, right? Just, just give that little break from what he was mm-hmm. wearing in Netflix Daredevil. Uh, so, yeah. And then also there's... Um, Charlie Cox is reprising his Daredevil in Echo, the Disney Plus TV show. He's going to appear in there, and it's an yeah. all-new outfit as well for him. More comic book accurate. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many Flashes and Silver Surfers have they gone through oh, at this God. point, too? Silver Surfer is one of my, <laughs> yeah. Silver Surfer's one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, I know. Book. And um, I'm dying to see him in action, and hopefully in 2025 yeah. I'll see him. Because that's what, yep. that's what you know, Fantastic Four is going to be in its main heyday. So hopefully hopefully it'll be good this time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't jinx it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, shall we wrap it up for today? I think so. Anything else? Nothing else? I'm looking forward to the no. episode too badly. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Like how do you okay, okay. How do you think it's gonna start? Do you think it's gonna start fucking balls to the wall? Just him like fucking up shit? Um, I think he's going straight after Arthur and going, Where the fuck are you? Come out here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, I'm gonna, they I'm, I'm gonna take a pretty. I would take that cane and beat the <laughs> shit out of you. <laughs> That's what's yeah. They happen. set a pretty good precedent and like a good cliffhanger of just like the action just started and they're like, "Here's the credits." Okay. I feel like they might tease but us I, though. They may just have him like the second I episode think, starts and then he wakes up as if like mm, like one of those blackouts. Oh, please don't say that. I don't want to see him wake up again. <laughs> you know what, I, Nathan? I, I I think I agree because he let him. Uh, he let him take over, but it that might just be an artistic thing of just like, okay, now you get to see what happens when he blacks out. I, I agree. I, I think it just how a a show is built. Generally mm. you start you don't start usually episode two, him beating the shit out of things and it's a huge fight scene and he, with the villain or the, the antagonist or whatever. So I, I agree. I, I think that he'll probably just wake up and then maybe not remember any of it or go right to the cell phone again or something. Or yeah, I do want to mention one thing. I think he might. Uh, there's something that you guys didn't see outside the museum. Do you remember the part when the museum is shown from the outside and the lights turn off? Yeah. yeah. Did you notice the moon? Yeah. yeah. It was a so almost a, a new moon. It's a, it was a crescent. Mm-hmm. So Moon Knight's powers are based on the moon. The smaller Ooh. the moon, the weaker the power. 
So if it's a full moon, he's full on powerful. Yeah. If it's a crescent moon, he's not that powerful. Okay. So how long is a new moon cycle? Is that maybe why, or a full moon? Because that maybe that's why he lost two days is because he had two days of full power. So now yeah. that it was like the crescent and it was about to be a new moon, that's why he was just like, all right, I'm going to, instead of just like when the, the wolf was walking around and the antagonist was there and then he didn't just immediately take over. Maybe that's why he was like, you need to let me because I don't have enough power to fully take over. I only yeah, have yeah. enough in the reserves to or, fuck up or, this wolf hey, and that's it. Or, hey, hurry up because the moon, it might be going away or, yeah. you know, daylight, daylight's coming and I might not have that power. Yeah. Oh, who knows? I mean, we'll find out more about him and how the MCU changes stories around. They twist sure. things around, right? So we don't know if they're going to stay true to the comics in terms of his powers. Yeah. They might make some exceptions here and there because it'd be kind of weird that He's useless during the day as a superhero. Yeah, that's a pretty 90s or 80s <laughs> thing of just like yeah. giving them a power window. Yeah, so we'll see. All right, okay, let's uh, end it right here and then we'll jump back in next week. Uh, same bad time, same bad channel. But we might go live. Who knows? We'll see. We have a couple of other friends that want to jump on next week, but we'll, we'll see how it goes and we'll announce it on Tuesday what our intentions are. Nathan, you can maybe announce it on Tuesday what our episode two is going to be live or pre-recorded but uh we you know whoever's listening to us and watching us we hope you enjoyed our moon night review and then some and uh we'll bring back our uh, egyptian autologist specialist whatever you want to call him (laughs) no that's (laughs) dr dr Dr. egypt (laughs) yeah i'm I'm, I'm putting in lower thirds and i'm gonna have fun with it i assume i'm dr egypt Nathan. Dr. Right? Egypt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Make me sound like Dr. A Pyramid. Dr. Pyramid. Like... Yeah. Dr. Mr. Pyramid Hunter. Head. Dr. Crocodile Hunter. <laughs> he is from, uh, his family is from Australia. It's not a knife. <laughs> That's not a moon knight. Anyways, that is the end of our show. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching us. We appreciate it. Wherever you are in the world or universe, have yourself a good morning, a good day, and a good night. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Deal say bye. Later, gators. Oh, that was adorable. <laughs>